chop, chop, slap, slap, chop, chop. Burger, well done with fries. Order up. Chop, chop, slap, slap. Chicken fingers, hold the potatoes. Order's up. Hold the potatoes. Chop, chop, slap, slap, slap. Steak and eggs, medium. Sunny side, up. Order up. I'm the sports, sports, short order cook. Oh, this, I just want everyone to know, this took like 20 minutes of silence for Ben to pick this one. <laughs> I didn't think of it for a second until I hit the record button, and then I came up with the new sports sports right. character for the day. I like uh, this one. And it was short order cook. Mm-hmm. And we have prepped a great episode <laughs> of sports sports for all of you out there today. Yes, we have. It's a really good one. Um, and before we get into it, into the guests and everything, um, I did want to give a quick update because I've talked about it on the podcast yeah. a few times. And I did ask Ashley before this if, <laughs> if this was an okay thing to bring up. But uh, I did, uh, we bring it up in this episode of the podcast because it was recorded a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. But I did end up running the LA Marathon and racing it. Yes. And achieving my goal of breaking three hours. So yes. I'm very um, excited about it. I'm very excited about it too. Yeah. Ashley, you were nice enough to both drop me and Nate Dern and Colin Elzey, who yeah. also ran uh, off at Dodger Stadium at super early in the morning. Super early. We're talking 5 a.m. or whatever 5 it was. People. Yeah, it was 5.30 a.m. On a Sunday. Your Come day on. of rest. My day um, of rest. And then picking us up in Santa Monica afterwards, and I can't thank you enough. No, actually. I love doing it. Yeah, it was. And you guys were so fast. It was incredible. It was fun to be out on the L.A. streets, and I encourage you all, if not a marathon, just go out and jog for a little bit. You're out yeah. in the weather. It's <laughs> a lot of fun. Whatever. Uh, People exercise in many various ways, but, uh, you know, I love running, and it was fun to do. And you did a great job. You finished 87th out of 24,000 people. Um, Just have to say that. That's my job to say that. That's, it's I, insane. I would never say it. I know. <laughs> Except that I did bring up the entire subject to begin with. You should talk about it. But, yeah, but the the main thing was, uh, and we talk about this in this episode, um, is I was worried about, I wasn't, I was worried I wasn't going to be able to run because of a calf injury. Right. And uh, I, at the last second, I made the decision after a lot of talk. And I talked Ashley's ear off about it, um, and I ended up going for it, and uh, it paid off. So Absolutely. I was very happy about that. Yes. Um, other than that, we have a great episode. I know. I just want to bring up something, too, real quick. Sorry. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, surprise. Uh, so in our last episode with Ricardo about baseball, you bring up a rule, a rule change, and I question it a lot. But as I was listening to the podcast episode again, I'm like, wait, what did I not understand about this? It's very simple, and it'd be a lot of fun. So I just want to go on the record and say I am sorry that I questioned it so heavily when it was very obvious and would be a very cool, fun rule. Oh, wow. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> You're very That's welcome. That's so nice to hear. The mm-hmm. rule change you mean is the one where a runner is on third base and can still make it home even if the uh, – Second out. Well, you'll have to go back. We explained you'll have the whole to listen thing. to it, yeah. But thanks for saying that, Ashley. I think it is a good rule change. It's a great rule. Uh, you don't agree with all of my rule changes. I don't. Uh, but it's good. To, I got you on board for this one. Yes, and we absolutely. will write a letter that will be co-signed by both of us mm-hmm. to the commissioner. Yes. And hopefully by next season, um, he implements this rule change. Seems like he wants to make a lot of moves quickly, so might work out. 
Um, okay, let's move on to this episode. Yes. It's so fun. Um, our guest is the very funny, very generous, yes. uh, very kind, very humble Adam Lustig. Uh, you've seen Adam Lustig. He's all over television. Everywhere. If, if you watch television, you've probably seen him. Right. Um, he was in a number of episodes of The Office. He yep. is, uh been in Adam Ruins Everything. He was in that movie Battle of the Sexes uh, about the tennis greats. Um, you know, the Emma Stone and Steve mm-hmm. Carell movie. Mm-hmm. That was great. And most recently, he is in... Uh, the Comedy Central show Corporate. Yes. And he's so funny in it. And I've known Adam since uh, New York City sketch comedy back in 2010 or whatever. Uh-huh. He was in a team called Harvard Sailing Team. Well, that was a very funny uh, sketch team. And I've always admired him as a funny man and, yeah. and a great guy. Yeah, it was cool. Like right before um, Adam came over, I was watching Comedy Central and a commercial came on for Corporate and he was the main person in the commercial and i was like oh this is so fun oh yeah, yeah. we're about to talk to him live yeah in person <laughs> it was yeah. awesome so you definitely should check out corporate he's yeah, so, so funny, funny in it um and definitely listen to this episode we talk about none other than nba instigators this one is like i knew this episode was going to be fun but i was not i mean it went it felt like it was two seconds long. It went by so fast. We had such a good time. Yeah, just talking about the dicks, assholes, and yeah. jerks <laughs> of the NBA that we love so much. Right. For their uh, dickishness, I exactly. guess. Um, okay, enjoy this episode. If you have any questions or uh, topics for us to talk about, please email us. Yeah, rooted or boo it. Rooted or boo it uh, um, things. Suggestions. Suggestions. Email us, sportsports at gmail.com, or tweet at us at sportsports yeah. um, with any other things you have to say to us, yeah. good or bad. We can take them. Yeah. And if you have a second, if you could rate us on iTunes and review us, ooh, baby, please. we'd be so happy. <laughs> we'd be so grateful. Other than that, please enjoy Adam Lustick and us talking about NBA instigators. This is Sports And welcome to Sports Boys. That was a big one. That was a big one, and I'm very impressed. Yeah, the people had just heard the music, <laughs> and they wanted. I wanted to keep the energy up. You did, and I was able to keep that energy up by going a I little louder than more normal. Sports is art. Whoa! Hey! Yeah, that's how it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> ride the wave. It's all about riding the wave. Um, <laughs> my name is Ben Wheatmarsh. I'm sitting next to Ashley Chavez Wheatmarsh in here in Sports Sports headquarters. Yes. Um, and we have a great guest sitting next to us Absolutely. Um, in our yellow chair <laughs> at, in the headquarters. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. Adam Lustig, Hi. welcome to the board's Thank headquarters. Thank you, Ben and Ashley. <laughs> this headquarters is everything I could have imagined. Oh, good. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, I, what San Francisco giant nearly life-sized uh, replica is this? This I is Orlando Cepeda. That's Orlando yeah. Cepeda. Uh-huh. Orlando yes. Cepeda. <laughs> yes. I mean, the sports paraphernalia around this apartment is robust and frankly very impressive. Oh. So well, it's really, uh, really nice. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. seeing a Joey Votto, maybe even signs. 
Something behind uh, you, Cereal ben. box. Cereal box? Yes. Joy Bonner cereal box that my friend Tom Fleischman, uh, a <laughs> listener to the podcast, yes. uh, got for me back in 2010, <laughs> I believe. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> the Cheerios are not in there anymore. No, um, the Cheerios are out. Yes. But, but they're the Vatos. The Vatos. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and man, what a year that was. We went to the playoffs. Joey Votto was the MVP in the National <laughs> League, and yes. he got his own cereal. Yes. Um, I want to congratulate you on your fairly recent nuptials. Oh, thank, thank you so you. much. Yes. Thank you. That's wonderful. Is your last name hyphenated now, Ashley? Is that, it are is. you a shadow yeah. sweet marshal? I need to officially change it. It just means going to the social, social security yes. office and like, no, yeah, never. Never. I mean, I can't, I don't even know. I, I wish there was an online situation. There might be an appointment situation, yes. but still, it's going to be one weekend where I don't have anything to do, and that's never going to happen. Going to <laughs> yeah. a bureaucratic building to stay no. in them, that will dissuade me from literally, you could be like, you w- just come down to the DMV, and if you stay in line, you will win a million dollars, and I probably wouldn't. I mean, I would honestly. A million, I still probably would not. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I would sit and com- yes. I would complain yes. at yes. home while sitting at home and saying, man, it won't give me a million dollars unless I go to the fucking DMV. I know. Not worth I know. it. It's not it worth it at all. Not so. worth it at all. And yeah. it, like we we paid for the whole thing already, yeah. so it's like just go get it done. Yeah, but it's just going. I don't even know where it is. Yeah, I don't want to look know. at where. But it is. also, like <laughs> on the wedding certificate, it says Chavez Wheat Martian. Yeah, so right. to me, that's all we that's need. That's what matters. I mean, pr- almost legally, I am both names. Maybe fully legally still Chavez, Just but Chavez. I mean, soon it will be Chavez Wheat Martian and Chavez. I think legally, if Get you say choice. it on a podcast more than six times, I think yeah. that is and it has the social security. More and I think than this is our six. Times. So yes. let's celebrate! Oh, yeah. yay. <laughs> You're officially <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> you don't have to go to some sterile building Definitely anywhere. Yeah. Oh, thank God! But what truly, a congratulations. And um, usually, what we do to get started yeah. is we ask you your history, yeah. uh, your relationship with yeah. sports when yeah. you were a kid, what you played, who yeah. you're a fan of, etc. Yeah, um, I was a sports fan from super early on. My father is a big. Bo- both my parents actually were fairly athletic. Um, my dad played football all throughout his youth, all throughout high school, and he was like really good. He was a running back and I think even flirted with playing at some major colleges and went to play in college as, as a running back. Um, and then once his body sort of like um, aged, <laughs> right. yeah. sort of transitioned into tennis. So like my, ah. all some of my earliest memories of life are like dad te- playing tennis, watching Wimbledon, watching the U.S. Open. So, like, some of my very earliest memories of human of being a human being are, frankly, pretty intertwined with sports. Wow. Um, and then he transitioned once his shoulder gave out and he couldn't really play Aww. tennis anymore. He transitioned into martial arts. And he and my mother were both uh, in karate for years. Wow. And they got my brother and I into it pretty young. So we, all four of my immediate family members, were all black belts in the <gasps> martial arts. Wow. Very <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. It is cool in and quotes. I have yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. It is very, in quotes, cool. I have to ask. I mean, did you ever fight each other? Of like a four-way not. brawl? <laughs> way, way too like the the irony of me being a black belt is that I'm the most fearful, most generally <laughs> least confrontational, <laughs> most generally a feared person that could be. But uh, um, but it was almost just like a, another means of exercise, like after right. school. Sure. Um, but basketball was definitely my my first love, I would say, and uh, I played. Uh, in my sort of local CYO league growing up with a bunch of friends. Mm-hmm. And then I played in high school. Uh, I was on the, the freshman team. And then 10th grade, I was on the JV team. And then I, I bumped up to varsity for junior and senior year. Didn't play that much. Was more of sort of a, the enthusiastic bench guy. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. You know I mean? Very 
important. Yes, very important. Very, very important. Again, also in quotes. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I would always, I would go to a bunch of summer basketball camps, and I would always win for like most enthusiastic, which means yeah. like worst at this sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, or just like not quite good enough. Yeah, to like start, not. But he's got a great too. Great attitude, loud, yeah. loudest voice. Loud. Yeah. Well, can you give a quick since you did play uh, basketball throughout high school? Yeah. Can you give a quick scouting report on your game? Sure. Uh, I would say that uh, I was a, a decent perimeter shooter uh, who was always looking to pass first. Uh, passing and defense first, which I, I like to think I've sort of maintained that is still what I – in when you and I play in sort of our casual pickup games, I like to think I'm sort of a 3 and D type guy. Yes. Uh, again, good attitude. Good attitude. Really right. encouraging. That's what matters. And yes. I can vouch. Yeah. And you can vouch. Um, terrified, and sort of linking to the martial arts thing, terrified of rebounding, terrified of other bigger bodies. <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere near them. I don't really want to make too much physical contact, frankly. Uh, but I like to just really energetic, uh, decent outside outside shot, committed defender. I would yeah. say would be the scanner. And, and full yeah. disclosure, because we talk about it so much on this podcast, yes. uh, Adam it's is part of, of our yeah. of our pickup yeah. game, oh, yeah. our Saturday yes. uh, pickup game. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Adam it's, is going through an injury similar uh, to me. He, yes. Uh, we've both been out for a while. Yes. My calf. It's your calf, right, Ben? Yeah, and mm. Adam's uh, ankle. Ankle. Did you injure it playing basketball? Or you, did you hurt I didn't, ball? actually. Oh. I, uh, I've already told this, but I'll say it again. Yes. Um, I ran a half marathon a, a number of weeks ago. Just casual brag. Yeah. What a humble I know. He won I just, it. Oh. He won it. Yeah. And, and it I was know. a small race. Yes. I know. This is, you're <laughs> blushing from pride. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud. I will say, I just, I will say that it was such a small race. It, I should, you should not be impressed by it I'm at all. Super impressed. I'm so impressed by it. Yes. It's crazy. Especially because you injured it, you injured your calf and still won the race. Well, I won the race and then <laughs> he, I ran again on the uh, Wednesday following the race. I did a workout. I'm training for the LA Marathon, cool, which man. is in a couple weeks. Very, very cool. Um, anyway, cool. long story short, I did a workout, hurt my calf, and I had yeah. to take about two and a half weeks off. And yes. now I'm slowly back to running, and hopefully I'm going to still run the marathon. But I uh, want that for you. I can't play basketball. Yeah. Can't play basketball. Until the marathon's Until over. Until it's over. Least, yeah. What is the healing process for a, a, a messed up calf? It's just like icy hot and weird well, weird ice. Here's the thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. I know. Like I ran. I ran in high school and college. Yeah. And there, you know, you have a doctor on yes. call. Oh, sure. And like every time you have the slightest little yes. uh, thing, you go to the doctor and they tell you. And when you're an adult no, who has very call. bad health insurance, <laughs> WebMD.com. That's yes. the doctor on call. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and truly, the only thing that works is not doing anything. <laughs> That's know. the only thing that the will irony. heal you. And so I did ice it, but now there's like research uh, saying yes. that like icing or inflammation is actually good for your muscles because it's your body like rushing Organically blood. Reacting oh. to exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So you don't want to like ice it too much, and you don't want to take too much ibuprofen yes. because. Uh, but it's it's on such a tight time frame. I'm trying to like just make it so I can yep. still do this marathon right. I yep. signed up for. Yep. So I'm kind of halfway doing everything. Got it. Instead of. Can I ask you a couple of questions? just about running if you don't mind because uh, yeah, absolutely. I, 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 but in addition <laughs> to basketball in high school I was also on the cross country team but I was very oh. bad at it oh, nice. only really did it for I don't even know why to this day don't hey, know why a fellow runner is a fellow a runner a fellow runner yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I uh, what do you what do you you don't get 
bored. You don't get bored. I ran a couple half marathons here in LA with my friend Rebecca. If I wasn't doing it with her because I'm so kind of hyperactive and a little ADD and I w- if I was like talking to her the whole time and I was like chatting, it was just like a long jog with a friend. Right. But if you're doing that solo, first of all, I guess my question is when you train, are what do you listen to? Are you listening to music or just like enjoying the sounds of nature? Um, well, th- this is a big thing I for need, me because I need to know. Yeah. yeah. I, in college, I was staunchly against listening to anything because that took away from the purity uh, and the hardcoreness of like training. Running and, on yeah. earth. I want to hear the earth. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. In, in a way. But now that I'm in my older, I'm in an older stage, yes. I, it's anything to get me out the door. So I do listen to a lot of podcasts <laughs> and music. Great. Um, very, very I'm, cool. When I'm running. But yes. in terms of racing, I never, I would never wear, uh, well, I say ne- I would never, but yes. who knows in 10 years. Yes. Um, but I, at racing, I feel like you shouldn't have headphones on because it should be about the competition. About the competition. And to me, that's what it's about. And obviously, people run for different reasons. But yes. to me, that's what I enjoy doing. Yes. And, I, and I like the competition against other people, the competition yes. against the time that you want to yes. run. Yes. Um, and it your is. history and, and what kind of shape you're in as an indicator of like what kind of fitness your body yeah. is in. So. Yeah. There's something very meditative. Do you run also, Ashley? Is that part no, of your... I'm no, I'm so terrible at running. Really? I'm so terrible at it. What, what makes you terrible or what? why do you think you're terrible? Um, Just because you... I get tired and bored, bored immediately. That's my problem. Immediately. Yeah, that's like, my problem. I, I need to, in order to run, I need to go to the gym yeah. and I need to put Hulu in front of me yeah. and I need to watch a show that I'm really 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 into Some in the moment other stimulus exactly else exactly as well. yeah exactly. and then i'll do it yeah. it'll be slow but i don't care about speed but yeah. i just want to do it for 30 minutes I, if i don't have a show that i'm really into at the moment i can't do it yes so yes. that's why i'm bad I, when you won when you you literally won this most recent half marathon you won the I, race. Did. Yeah. I did crazy ben so did you get to physically break the ribbon there wasn't a ribbon oh, okay. it was too small <laughs> okay. if only there was uh, i mean how cool Oh, yeah. That would be so cool. Yes. I've I've won a few races in my life, not a lot, but uh, you've broken ribbons. I've, I've broken a ribbon, I think maybe twice. Ben, both for cross country races. So cool. Yeah, they have ribbons at cross country. Of course they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would never have known I was always dead last. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would I mean, never know. Believe me, I yeah. was. I've only done it a few times yeah. in the smallest races possible. Yes, but uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's great. Like when yes. you win. And to answer your question of like what you're thinking about is like I. To me, running to win and to and to beat people yes. is like a very primal thing. Yeah, I I like tapping into that, and yeah. I think running does it for me because j- only because I think I'm good at it. Yes, um, and like being good at so- like. The act of being good at something yes. is fun. Makes you more competitive in a way. <laughs> right. Yes. It's yeah. so funny that, that you that you are saying that, Ben, because your demeanor is you're such a sweet, sweet, humble, gentle, kind, oh. low-key, mellow guy. But I know that like, everyone yeah. has a switch. Exactly. Like, it's true yeah. that like, everyone has a bit of a switch that they flip where like, or maybe not everybody, but like people who most, are yeah. yeah, sort of indoctrinated into sports, I think, there is like a switch that can get flipped. Right. It happens to me too. Yeah. It yeah. happens to me too. And yeah. I think it's and I think it's so healthy. Like yeah. sports is one thing, and you, it can be sports. It can be you know uh, theater. It can yes. be music. It can sure. be a million different things. But like being able to express emotions that aren't real life, absolutely, is so important. In sports, when you're cheering on your favorite basketball team and you're yelling at that ref that you want him to die. Uh, that's that's the negative energy that you're not doing to your neighbor who's Amen, making brother. a little exactly. extra noise. Amen. And yeah. while driving in this city, yes, exactly. Okay, you need the as rage much builds up. You, you need an get. outlet. Yeah. It yeah. is the safest uh, outlet for tribalism. 
It's yes. just like oh, it, is sure. the yes. sa- it is the safe, socially acceptable, uh, non-consequential, deeply non-consequential right. way that we can express tribalism, which exactly. is like something that's taboo and not probably not altogether good for human beings, but like feels primally. But it is, yeah, exactly. It's still something that's within us. So lizard brainy about yeah, it, just exactly. like my team, the yeah. blue ones. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blue ones over red. I blue happen ones to be born red. in this city, and now I'll kill for it. Yes. Yeah. 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 And nice. I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing. There's, there's a degree to when it can cross over into yes. right, uh, right. being bad. Yes. But I think it's very healthy for a certain type of uh, maybe aggressive young person, yes. especially, that uh, teaching them how to not go over the line. Safely, yeah. yeah. And and I have to I have to confess that that often not oftentimes, I shouldn't say that, but sometimes uh, when I play in these Saturday basketball games, uh-huh. whether I'm like, first of all, I'm very susceptible to like hanger and like if I haven't eaten and I show up to this game and I'm exhausted, like I my temper, like my that switch gets flipped a little bit easier and like yeah. I right. just lo- I can lose my cool. Again, it's all relative. I don't really lose my cool, but like yes. You by know the way, Adam, I mean. you're the right. most you you say that about me. <laughs> well, you are the most gentle, kind man I've ever. I appreciate that. I was too. fishing for that compliment. Yeah, yeah. And here I am, that guppy <laughs> from the lake, baby. <laughs> oh, but I, I sometimes and maybe you'll think this is silly, but like. Sometimes I will leave those Saturday basketball games and just for – I'll have this like for like 20 minutes after I leave, the adrenaline is sort of my, – my face is sort of de-redifying and the adrenaline is coming <laughs> down. My breath is normalizing and I will feel so guilty and so ashamed if I – even there was a brief moment where I was like curt or short or like was a little too aggro on defense or like shoved John a little bit too hard. I will feel <laughs> so – I have sent so many apologetic emails oh like Saturday God. afternoons oh. to like guys wow. in the game. I'm like – Jordan, I'm so sorry that I was like a little too weird oh, on defense. Like no. I was, I I was hungry and tired. I'm sorry. Oh, right. So like I, uh, even though it does feel good in the moment, it scratches a primal itch of like feral competitiveness. Yeah, I will feel bad about it so hard and fast right and I, away. Oh. Right I feel away. the same way because everybody yeah. who we play with is so nice, so gentle, sweet. beautiful. Oh my gosh, uh, guys yes. and, and gals. Yes. But, um, Though, the thing about basketball, I feel like basketball is your most susceptible it, to that switch get, like going off. And I, I don't remember if I've told this on the podcast before, but there was one time we were playing. Uh, it was the same group, but playing on Wednesday yeah. during the day. Yes. I don't think you were there, Adam. Yeah. But uh, some like high school kids, or maybe they were young college kids, yes. started playing. And this guy was like bigger. I was guarding him, and he was big and yeah. better than me yeah. and stronger than me. And That'll do it. And uh, he w- he was like lowering his shoulder into me yeah. as I was playing defense, and finally he lowered his shoulder into me, and I fell down, and I like popped up and got in his face. I was like, "You can't do that! You, I can't take a charge here. There's yep. no ref. Yep. You can't just lower your shoulder." And and then I I just had to be like, "Oh my god, I'm yelling at a high school <laughs> this is kid. A child. This is <laughs> a child. This is a child, and, and yet I'm a child. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. I felt exactly. so bad. Uh, yeah, like it is. It does feel there is a release, especially like again. And I really am not patting ourselves on the back here, but like we're all polite, fundamentally right. kind people. But like there is, there is something primally satisfying about getting a little mad. Right, exactly. It feels good to exactly. get a little mad in a safe environment. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. But then as soon as I leave, I feel so bad about it because I'm getting Aww. a little mad with my friends, with like right. Dan and Dan and John right. and, and Billy. And it's just like, well, this isn't the outlet for it. And that's why when I go to play pickup games with strangers, I almost like that anonymity more because I can like be even. Oh, yeah. P- even like 
grumpier. Yeah, yeah. And like it's fine exactly. because like I, I no don't, one knows me. Here. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. Yeah. There's like a liber- There's that anonymity can be really liberating. I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Actually, do you have a competitive switch that ever gets flipped? Um, <laughs> yes. Every. Oh, mine is to mine is to. Uh, try to switch it off most yeah. days. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So mine is mostly on, and then I cool. try to be calm and chill, cool. so I switch it off. Great. Um, But man, I'll tell you, driving brings it out in me. It does it? Yeah. Because yeah, I'm like, I, I get, you know, you have to be defensive when you're driving at like 7 o'clock from Santa Monica to here. It's just like Holy everyone crap. hates everyone Correct. that you're around. Everyone wants to be the beat you for some reason. Hostility is in the air. It is so yeah. much oh, hostility. Gosh. And I'm like, I'm at a point now where I've, I've taught like I've I have some rules. If you have a blinker on, you're allowed to go at any moment. At any moment, if you ask, you are granted Ashley's this. Rules. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you don't, I've got to figure something else out to calm me down. But you know things like that where yes, it's just, well, uh, yeah. The thing about driving too is there's like it. it there's totally kind of sport, real, there's you know? real world yeah. stakes too. Exactly. The lower stakes being. Um, you get home at a reasonable hour. Yes. You're not going to like, if, if people keep cutting you off, you're going to yes. get home later. And then the, the higher stakes are obviously, you could you could have crashed into me when yes, you cut exactly. me off. Exactly, exactly. One Some of the people things, just go straight in. Yes. Yeah. My wife Maggie likes to say that driving, she's a Los Angeles native, has been driving her whole life, obviously. Okay. She says that driving is, it's this bizarre uh, duality where it's both totally quotidian pedestrian. People do it every day. And it's just like people do it casually, almost yeah. half thinking about it. And right. it is also Dangerous. literally life and death yeah. at all times. Yes. And it's like those two things are hard to reconcile in your mind. And right. it makes people crazy, I think. It, it does. <laughs> and you're, like, yeah. you're in this like metal bubble yeah. that like you're very safe in. Yes. And uh, you – kind of lose sight of consequences and people get nuts yes and it's just it's some days it's not for me i know do you like bumper cars do you like does that feel cathartic to you like if you could intentionally smash them out of the vehicle yeah i should try it (laughs) yeah i mean that might work out now very it's kind of surprising that there's not like bumper cars around la all the time because it's just like just this get out of your yeah, get out yeah, of your actual exactly. car and yes. get all that uh, yes. aggression out. Yes. Well, if there's one thing I've learned about LA is that if there is a famous problem, there is nothing to fix it. So yeah, that's right, that's exactly right. <laughs> no solutions so, in LA. No, there's yeah. zero solutions worse. to things like rain, yes. uh, traffic. Yes, you know the These two big deal- problems. Exactly, exactly. Yes. And yes. there will be no fixing inside. That's right. I'm sorry. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, we got off track, Adam. You sorry. were, uh, yeah, you played basketball senior in high school. I played basketball in high school. Um, Your karate, uh, black belt. martial arts. Yeah, also Amazing. Kind of and where out. are you from? I'm from upstate New York. Got so it. So I'm from a tiny, tiny town outside of Albany, New York. So got it's like it. super rural. Um, I graduated in a public school with a class of like 88 people. Wow. So it's like very, yeah. very small. Right. So I was both on... I was both running cross country and playing basketball on the varsity team and also in all the school plays. And also it was like, there was no, there simply weren't enough bodies to be clicky. Right. <laughs> like right. it was like, and almost in the greatest possible way, everyone was kind of friends with everyone out of necessity. There was like 11 of us. So right. we're all doing right. it all. Oh it was like, God. so that was really nice. Um, one funny story, if I may, oh, uh, that relates to the one time I ever got the pleasure of actually getting to run through a ribbon or getting to actually like break paper with my human corporeal body <laughs> was I was senior year of high school 
and I was uh, on the basketball team and also uh, playing Nicely Nicely Johnson in the high school production of Guys and Dolls at simultaneously. Wow, what a duo, <laughs> duo threat <laughs> right there. Time. Yeah. Um, my coach came to one of the production, came to one of the performances, saw it, said, wow, you're really great. You can really sing. Sing the national anthem before one of our games as a player in uniform. Oh, right. right. So I was it really sure about it or whatever and I, and, and I did this is a side story anyway I did it that was very embarrassing but same coach um, he had we had this tradition where like every game every home game a new player would get to like pick the song that we came out to like right. when you come out of the locker room and like you get the crowd hyped and like you like come <laughs> yeah. out to the song it's who let the dogs who out who let the dogs out yeah. <laughs> Who left it off? For us, it was literally Outcast Bombs Over Baghdad every time. Yes. Oh, it was yeah. like that. That's a great song. This is the year 2000. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it was like yeah. only yes. Outcast all the time. Right. Or like Biggie <laughs> or Wu Tang or Nas. So it was always hip hop because like that's the point of like that moment exactly. in the Getting game. Exactly. Getting pumped up. Getting yeah, exactly. exactly. I was a little brat and wanted to be a little contrarian. Also, keep in mind, I was a bench warmer and never played and had really no right to like assert myself in this team. Right. But maybe because I never played and I couldn't assert myself on the court, I was like, this is my moment to like make my stamp on this team. And I said, no hip-hop, even though I love hip-hop. Yeah. I was like, no hip-hop. We are coming out to Paul Simon's Cecilia. And they were like, what? And literally everyone, all my friends were like, no, why, no? <laughs> and the coach was like, no. <laughs> oh, man, I thought you were going to say like a show tune. Or, you know, yeah. which, my own rendition exactly. of Exactly, I thought you were going to say, <laughs> like, my down, national anthem recording. Yes. Oh, my God, I should have done that. It would have been genius. <laughs> Wait, but, I'm blanking. How does Cecilia go? Uh, Cecilia, oh, you break it. In my heart, <laughs> you're shaking my. Okay, so yes. like not the hype up song one would. No, but a great song. Okay. So totally phenomenal song. Yeah. Starts with some drums. So I was like, it's impressive, right. guys. Exactly, it's exactly. You know, like you're yes. a, an animal. <laughs> so the moms then, in the crowd were tapping their oh, toes. It was almost it. for my dad. In exactly. retrospect, too. Yeah. <laughs> was like, right. I think I was trying to reach my dad. So, um, so like the whole week, like because like I chose at the beginning of the week, and the, literally the entire week, everyone on the team. But my friends were trying to convince me out of it. Please, I don't know. Don't make us come out to Paul Simon. <laughs> Seriously, please don't. <laughs> but I was stubborn. I was contrarian. Again, like I never played, so like this was my thing. Right. Sure. I was gonna, like right. make my mark on the game. So I was the first one to run out of the to run out, and so I <laughs> had the honor because it was my week to like. And to tell you, it was my song. Yes. So I uh, we were playing our arch rivals, Waterville Elite, who were like from the bad side of town. They were like all six four and over, and like way better. By the way, our team was consistently bad. I think we we're like one in nineteen this oh. year. Oh, very, very wow. bad. Very bad. Worst player on the worst team. So <laughs> they were like, they, hey, that's a title. You get the title. Worst player, worst yeah. team. So uh, the cheerleaders like unfurled the paper that like we were supposed to burst through. Right. To, nice. And the tradition was the song would play. We would burst through the thing. And we would do that sort of very uh, impressive looking basketball team drill where everyone would throw it off the backboard and tap it to each other. Right. And the last oh, yes. Would do the layup. Yes. And again, it was like that. not actually that difficult, but it like looked impressive. Right. right. Exactly. Right. It's just cool. The pros do it. That's yeah. all. It was like yeah. a little bit cool again for dad. So like <laughs> cool for dad. Cool for dad. It was cool for but, dad. So I, we were in the hallway about to run out. The crowd was like packed. My, the whole town was there because it was like the rivalry game, even though we were very bad. And my parents were there. My friends were there. Um, and Cecilia starts playing from the gym. 
loud, like at outcast volume. So like very, very loud. Exactly. Like folk songs played loud are ba- that's bad. Like yeah. right, yes. exactly. Bad. It's just it wrong. Do, it does yeah. a disservice to. It's both. like you can feel like or hear the speaker rattle exactly. right. over <laughs> the actual Tinny music. and feedbacky and yeah. bad. Right. Uh, but uh, I was like psyched, and I was like, look yeah. back, like look back at my my teammates behind me, and they were just like already blushing with shame and oh, so mortified no. they were about to run out to Cecilia. So I was psyched because I didn't care, and I almost liked that they were embarrassed. Like right, again, right. why such a sort of an yeah, asshole? Yeah, but you were the rebel kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you were like, just trying to get people to feel something feel for something. once. Exactly. For once. Exactly. So I burst through the paper, ball in hand, because I was going to start the thing. Burst through the paper, ball in hand. I'm like jacked up on adrenaline from like, I mean, it feels crazy. Maybe you feel this way too. Like running through something that breaks is like, I don't know. It makes you feel superhuman or something. I mean, I can only imagine. It was wild. Yeah. So like I'm course, adrenaline coursing through my veins. I'm psyched as hell. And I'm about to go up for the first initial layup, throw the ball off the backboard. The ball ricochets off my knee, dr- sad- <laughs> sadly dribbles out into the science hallway. I stop short, literally like a clown car. All of my teammates ram- stop short and ram- <laughs> and like ram into me behind me. Cecilia blaring and tinny. Other team looking at us confused. Oh, no. <laughs> this is, it's literally it's like all my fault. It's quite literally all my fault. The song, the 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 basketball snafu, everything is my fault. The game was canceled yeah. due to yeah. chaos. Oh Half of embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so God. I just had to like sheepishly go into the hallway, pick up the ball, go oh, back, no. and just sort of like sadly tap it against the backboard. <laughs> I didn't play that game. I barely played the rest of the season. Oh it my was, God. <laughs> but that was my oh, one experience. Poor young it. Adam. It's horrible. Oh, horrible. No. Yeah. But like experiences like that, I almost feel like sort of girded me for like a life in the arts, frankly. And like for like living this, like this life of constant minor humiliations that we experience all the time. Oh yeah. 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 I mean like that prepared you for that improv for the, Dozens of improv shows in front of five people exactly. where people That's are cool. coughing and of not laughing. Exactly. Yeah, it was like little moments like, like I've that. Yeah, I've been here before. Yeah, I've been here before. Yeah. Anyway, so that was my one experience bursting through paper. Oh but my god, amazing! It felt nice. incredible, yeah. and then to yeah. unfortunately had some disastrous results. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But yes, I played. Anyway, long story to loop back around. I was I played basketball, and still, that's really the only sp- and literally baseball, of course. I feel like that's sure, kind of a sure. prerequisite of an American yeah. boy, yeah. which I wasn't so crazy about. Again, nervous, scared. The only my parents I was the only kid that had the helmet uh, batting helmet with the full face mask which is standard now is that that standard yeah it's pretty standard as as far as I can tell because whenever I see whenever I go by like a park or something kids have those things I think I was maybe a bit ahead of the curve or something exactly (laughs) my nervous parents were ahead of the nervous curve parents that were smart yeah yeah smart one way to put it yeah exactly so they know all parents would be nervous in the future yes exactly all parents become nervous so Little League and Taekwondo and basketball is and a little Great. bit of, with a dash of cross country is my athletic history. Right. Awesome. And then just casual basketball from from thereafter. And you're right. a yeah. big Knicks fan, right? I'm a big Knicks fan, yeah. Any other uh, teams? Or? I just love I love the league in its entirety. There's yeah, yeah you're a big NBA fan. I just yeah. love it. I love it. And it was funny. I used to like college basketball a lot more. Uh-huh. When I was in high school, I think Syracuse, because my dad's family right. from Syracuse, so I was a big Syracuse fan. Sure. We would go to the Dome maybe three or four times a year. We were like dyed in the wool Syracuse Orange fans. Cool. So that was – I would go to Syracuse. 
Syracuse basketball camp, and I just loved it. And I don't know what I liked about the college game then more than the pros. Maybe it was that it seemed just, frankly, closer to me. Like, I was 14, they were 18. I was like, that's almost me. Exactly. I can a a little bit relate to that body type. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I think I liked that about it. I liked the intensity of it. I liked that they could play zone. It was like back when they would not play zone in the NBA, and I just liked that Uh, about it for some reason. I, I think college baseball is good in that it, like, it, it creates chaos more often. It's and way more chaotic. Like struggles and and uh, streaks are yes. are more extreme. Yes, right. it's way you have more. No imperfect. idea what you're getting into every single game. That's it's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. 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 You can feel the imperfection. I feel like everyone. Obviously, I feel like this is my revelatory thought. Everyone in the NBA is basically like a, the Jedi. They're all Jedi's at right. basketball. Right. They're right. all perfect. They're all perfect. Exactly. Literally, all of them are yeah. all the way perfect at basketball. Period. And exactly. like games, <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. And, like, and games get like out of hand, but it's it's because the players are like shutting it down yes, exactly. or it's not yeah. because they've like they're diving on the ground yes. and still not able to make shots yes. yeah. even in like D1 basketball games like college basketball games sometimes these players make like errors and I'm like yes. yeah. that's an error I would make that is erroneous <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, that is relatable yes. Yes. so there's something about it I loved and still love but uh, I just love the NBA so much I think it's I kind of think it's better than ever now yeah, but I agreed. grew up an intense Nick fan and an intense Hence, Michael Jordan hater. Michael Jordan was my uh, arch nemesis. Uh, almost still is. He was like, my Nick fandom was uh, as much rooted in Michael Jordan antipathy than it was for any um, sort of true love for that. I, did I, the I understand that. I am yeah. I am a similar way with my sports fandom. Are you? Yeah. You I root- hate the Dodgers yeah. almost as much as I love the Giants. Yeah. Like, it's just like a, I... I Focus all this hate in one thing, and I love it. And like yeah. we were saying before, it's like that's the safe outlet for tribalism. Exactly. It felt good yeah. to pour all of my my teen angst and animosity and loathing into this like six six superstar I would never meet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. never gonna meet Michael right. Jordan. I'll never know him, but I hate. Do you think? I hate him. Do you think your hate for him was? Uh, a product of being a Knicks fan, or was it, it because was you were uh, kind of like the type of kid who hated the popular thing? Definitely both. Yeah, for sure yeah. both. The same contra- like contrarian streak that maybe picked Cecilia. Sure. Right. I think was like, well, fuck Michael Jordan. Like, right. everyone, lo- everyone loves Michael Jordan. Like, fuck Everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? And it didn't help that he beat the Knicks every right. single year and would break right. my heart every single year. My brother was a huge Bulls fan. My dad would have to separate us. We'd have to watch the games in separate rooms. <laughs> it was like, I, I, I burned, I burned with hate right. for him in a way that felt really good. Yeah, right. It yeah. felt as good as rooting for the Knicks. Right. Hating, hating Michael exactly. Jordan. Watching them lose is Oh beautiful. my God. And he would yeah. never lose. That yeah. was the only shitty part. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just true. would never happen. But yeah. it must have felt good to realize that he is actually an asshole and you were right. I so. feel fully vindicated. <laughs> I feel like I was yeah. saying that from the beginning. Right, and exactly. Like, <laughs> I, I, like, again, not to, you know, pat myself on the back too much. I was like, he's a monster. Even yeah. then, I was like, he is a psycho, a, a sociopathic monster. I just know it. I'm telling Man. you, he and is. And you were <laughs> yeah. right. How prophetic. Because, <laughs> it, like, as a kid, it felt like every kid. I mean, I grew up in Ohio, so yes. far away from any allegiances. Yes. Um, I guess the Cavs, all the Cavs people hate Jordan, yeah, too. Yeah, of course. But, yeah. Uh, but down in south, southern Ohio, we didn't really care about yeah. them. 
Um, but like everyone loves Jordan. Yeah, I mean, of course. Jordan, you, you emulate him at all exactly. times. Like I never knew a kid who didn't like Jordan, exactly. but that makes complete sense. I like, just couldn't, I just couldn't stand him. Still don't. The hate has only deepened, to be honest with you, and the, and the resentment. Well, rightfully so. Rightfully yeah. so. I like mm-hmm. to think that. Thank you, Ashley. Yeah. That's yeah. very valid. <laughs> no, yeah. I, yeah is I think a, it's you. Yeah, you were right. You were ahead of the curve. Monster. So. Total sociopath. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like all those little, those little anecdotes that come out, he like punches teammates in practice and was like, t- like gambles outrageous of money just to, like take his like far less wealthy teammates money. I was like you are yeah, cruel yeah. sir yes, yes. <laughs> you're yeah. cruel yes. you're cool. a cruel asshole yeah yeah um, but the Knicks, yeah, they were my team. I had the big poster of John Starks, the dunk when he dunked on Horace Grant and Michael Jordan. That was like my the big poster in nice. my bedroom. Oh, so yeah. I was, uh, I was still, I remain a Knicks fan, although it is constant torture. They're like barely a pro team, really. <sighs> I, I mean, are they anymore? It's like they might as well be like a like a good G League team. Yeah, but right. hey, you know, I don't know if you saw that news today, but uh, um, the owner um, James Dolan, name? James Dolan, yes. um, was saying, oh, the, there's all these free agents who are keep. Telling me they want to come here, so I think we're going to do pretty good this oh, offseason. I think yes. that Dolan was stepping down. I was like, "Wow, great that, news!" That's what we really need <laughs> yeah. because it's it's like he is truly the most incompetent sports owner. I think. I mean, I don't. I'm not too well versed in like all of the owners of all the sports teams in all there the world, some, but he is a really bad one. He's pretty yeah. famous oh, for it. He's in terms of like yeah. big markets, yeah. he's oh, kind of the most notorious. Them in the yeah. Will Ponds for the, the Will Ponds. Um, exactly. Mets. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the Mets. Yeah, exactly. New York gets kind of stuck with these like horrible rich kid grew up to right. be owners like generational wealth pricks exactly yeah. horrible yeah. you got Mara's yeah runners. that's right that's I mean, right all these like terrible they're terrible, bad terrible they're like people. bad people yeah, yeah exactly and, and yeah. New York should be the place where you build amazing teams should every be. time because should, it's the media who doesn't want to leave yeah. live in that place like yes, I mean exactly. it's the best place in the world yes Yes. It's almost more exciting now, and it has been for the past, like, ever since, like, the Isaiah Thomas era of the Knicks, where we've been consistently horrible. It's all, like, the best part of being a Knicks fan is, like, the day that Kobe comes to town. The day that right. LeBron it, comes to it, town. The exactly, day that Kevin Walker yeah. comes to town. It's like, yeah. never the Knicks. It's always like, who's going to light us up for 60 today? Right, Because right. it's like, they love playing in the garden, and we love seeing Kemba play in the garden and put up 61. I'm like, wow. Yeah, right, yeah. It's right. like, oh, you're almost rooting as much for yeah. the other team as you are for the Just Knicks Just to see a point. good game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I get it. They're real yeah. bad. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, sorry. Yeah, as a, a small market fan yeah. of a team who constantly lose, yes. I understand. Yes. <laughs> I well, get who's it. your NBA team? Um, well, I because... have, my NBA team is the Timberwolves. Oh, okay. Oh, because uh, of Stefan Marbury and Kevin Garnett. Yes, dude. So when I was in sixth grade yes. or whatever, Stefan Mar- there was the Stefan Marbury versus Allen Iverson. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Like Rival- rivalry, yeah. or like that? There was some sort of duality there, even yes. or at least in my brain, that was <laughs> yeah. a duality. And I kind of in this in your same vein, Adam was like, no, no, Allen Iverson, I don't need him. Love that. Stephon Marbury Love is it. my guy. Love it. <laughs> and that, and so I was a, a Timberwolves fan. So, and you can guess yes. how that went from yes. from uh, you know 1997 yes. to now. Uh, but Marbury is like one of the more fascinating, I feel like, characters in NBA history. He's had such a bizarre post NBA life. Yeah, he like well, he went to play in China. I know that. And, and he is still huge in China. Huge. Like, gigantic huge, in China. Huge, 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 yeah. huge. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Massive. He, huh. So much so, and I'm pretty sure this is true. Some version of this is true. There is, like, a like the, the Chinese version of, I think maybe it's Hong Kong, or I'm not exactly sure where in China, or uh-huh. Beijing maybe. There is, like, the Beijing equivalent of Broadway, of, like, theater. Okay. Like, the most popular musical 
in Beijing is a musical about Stefan Marbury that he is in. Whoa, I didn't know that. He is in <laughs> He's a musical in it? about his own life. What? That's how famous he is in China. That's I didn't know that. <laughs> that is a fact. So like he has lived many many <gasps> lives since being a Timberwolf, since being oh a Nick. God. Frankly, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, Marbury. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I had literally. I mean, I had Marbury posters all he over. He was sick, and he yeah, was, was he was great. He was awesome. I think he's. It's forgotten a lot of times how like true because he did kind of come up in Iverson's shadow yes. for good reason. Iverson's, you know, right. generational talent and Marbury was just a very, very good yes. point guard. Yes. Shoot first point guard. Yes. Um, but man, he was great. And with Kevin Garnett, they, they were, were so cool. So and, cool. And the Timberwolves jerseys were cool. It, they, had yeah. the 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 yeah. they had the little trees on the They had the little trees. It's only gotten worse from there. Yes. Yeah. Um. yeah. Oh, I love that you love Stephon Marbury. And he's in like, I feel like he has not only was Sebastian Telfair his cousin, right? Like, I feel like Marbury like has like, is like the patriarch of like an NBA dynasty in a way. Yeah, like all the Coney Island dudes. Yes, exactly. Oh. Like Lance Stevenson isn't related to him, but they're like, or are they even? Maybe? I, I think they. Huh. Uh, in high school? Yeah, they went to like the same high school. Yeah. They're both from Coney Island. Yeah. Both like came up on the same courts. Uh, yeah, so he's got a lot of like first degree relations yes, exactly. to yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, and the other cool thing about Marbury is he uh, he continues. He he started that shoe line that um, that's right. He sold. Yeah. He refused to sell shoes for more than I think it was twenty bucks that was at so the time, rad of him. which is so cool. And now he's doing the same thing. I, I follow him on Twitter. Yes. Uh, a very erratic tweeter. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> one of those, one of those people who will just send like 20 tweets in a row <laughs> and then never and then yes. you never hear from him. Yes. Anyway, he made this like light up basketball. Yes. Like it's a ball that lights from the inside. <laughs> it's like kind of weird and fun looking. But he's like, I'm taking this to America and every, yes. every kid on every block is going to have one of these. Yeah. I'm not going to charge more than $10 or whatever it was. Aww. And so he does have that. I, I have it. I don't... Um, Look into exactly everything he does now, but I've always thought it was very cool that he did those shoe things. It's almost I bought a few. I bought a few pair. Yeah, it's almost like as you get the sense that as an entrepreneur, he starts with the price point and figures out the product after. He's like, I'm going to make something for ten bucks now. Yeah, what's ten bucks? I'm going to make basketball. Yeah, it's like product be damned. I just want something that sells for ten dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, God bless Stefan Marbury. God bless. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of basketball players. Yes. That was a long intro, but it was yeah. all well worth it. Oh, yeah. So fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to get into the topic that you wanted to talk about yeah. today, Adam, and that's instigators. Instigators. Sports instigators. Yeah, I would say that, uh, I mean, again, as a, a um, chronically, almost compulsively polite person in life for the most part, who does have <laughs> this switch that sometimes gets flipped right. playing basketball... I've always been most drawn to Iverson was my guy, by the way. I should say, ah. and I've, I've always been drawn to the to the nastier, most provocative, sort of frankly meanest. Right. I've always really liked. That was one of the reasons I loved the Knicks in the '90s because they oh, were man, so horrible mean. to their <laughs> opponent. They would actively try to harm them, hurt them. The Anthony oh Mason, Charles God. Oakley mean. front court, just mean. mean. Like Jerks. actively mean, <laughs> and like I don't know why. Maybe it was just this like wish fulfillment, like deep yin to my yang. Right. I was, I've always been drawn to players like that, 
And I don't know. I I have a sense, and like Garnett being one, Garnett is one of the all time. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. One yeah. of the smiling instigators. It's true. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Whereas if Oakley's a scowling instigator, right. exactly. Smiling, smiling and looking down on you. Is there any almost better? always? Yeah, oh that is God. pretty intense. That's it's, power, baby. It's so good. Now, being from the Bay, are you a Warriors fan? So I I do have to say this because it is tricky to say yes. that I am a Warriors fan. I am a Warriors fan now, but I grew yes. up a Kings fan. Oh, cool. And then 2009, when Steph came, yes. is uh, someone gave me tickets to a game, and I was like, I'm getting back into basketball, yes. and became a Warriors fan, yes. and it has definitely timing. paid off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now she's not a Fairweather fan. I will. I am no. not. I'm not a Fairweather fan. Yeah. Became. Was a huge Jason Williams fan as a kid. Love my Love. Oh, oh. That elbow pass in the All-Star game? God, oh, he man. Is Dream come true. I went straight out to the highlights driveway, like folks. once a year. Dream you true. have to. He still balls. He still balls. He still balls. Preach. Oh, my God. He's amazing. Yeah, he's Love great. him so much. I would say Draymond. My point was that I think Draymond, Draymond is, is one, of the, one of the best. One of the nouveau instigators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. do feel like now, and again, I'm sort of postu- positing this theory sort of on the fly, so forgive me, it's a little bit clunky, but I do feel like now that all these players are like growing up in the age of social media, Joel Embiid, one of the finest instigators right. we have in the NBA. Right. Like they're growing up in this age of Twitter and Instagram and like – in a post-Jordan era where where half of the battle of being an NBA player is commodifying your own personality. Sure, or like, yeah. Or like, it's exactly. not Building a brand. You building have your to build own a brand. brand. Yeah. I feel like players are so much more emboldened now. And maybe the actual violence of the NBA in the 90s of like, there's no Charles Oakley who's literally hurting other men out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But like the playful instigation, I feel like has upped. I feel like it's gone way through the roof. Right. And you have guys like Rondo and Patrick Beverly and these little pieces of shit. Yeah. I just love. I just love. I love that Rondo tries to interrupt every single opposing team's uh, post foul shot high five. The little dumb head games right. he plays. The te- the other team is huddling up, and Rondo just pokes his annoying little head in there just to listen to their strategy. Right. I love little. You dumb- can't tell me not to. I love it's, it. This is legal. I just like that. I just like. I really, really like that. Patrick Beverly getting underneath everyone's skin. I really appreciate that sort of mental gamesmanship. Right. Uh, right. And I don't know. I find myself really attracted to those those players in sports. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how you put it too, where like in the 90s, you could hit someone. Yeah. Like just straight up take them out from their legs. It wasn't like playful. Drop them on their back. Yeah. Yeah. They were. Bust their back. Yeah. Like crazy. Hurt them badly. Yes, exactly. Did you watch, uh, Adam, did you watch that uh, Lakers Celtics (gasps) 30 for 30? Oh, yes. That, like, tracked... This is from about a year ago, right? Yes. It, it tracked, like, the exactly. rivalry from, like, the beginning of basketball. The Will and Bill Russell days, yeah. 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 But, like, they showed some footage from Vicious. some of those finals in the 80s. Vicious. And, th- like, there were... Uh, what was it? Um, Hook, and then yes, exactly. Like, down, like, I mean, wrestling. my God, I exactly. Who yes. was it? Uh, Kevin... Um, McHale. Kevin McHale slammed James Worthy down <laughs> yeah. and got called for a personal foul. No technical. That's it. I know. Personal foul. He yes. would have been arrested on the spot. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it is like assault and battery, basically. Yes. And maybe that's why, now that you say that, it, it, it's almost like it makes perfect logical sense that since the rules have sort of tightened up and like they, I mean, hand checking being like the gentlest version of that, but like they've right. gotten away, they like are enforcing physical violence way more sort of stringently in the NBA now that I think it's almost birthed these alternative methods of exactly inst- of instigating right. like yeah, you can't yeah. just physically assault the opponent anymore you truly no. used to be able to i mean right, even a yeah. touch could be a flagrant run yes, you have exactly. no idea what they're gonna call these days yeah, you it gotta be a little anything. more clever you gotta be yeah, a little exactly. clever about it you gotta yeah. get the mental 
Instagram game yeah, going. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it, it helps, like, when you can be that kind of, like, smiling instigator. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You, you can get mad at me. Fine. Yes. And who's got a better smile than Draymond in that Nobody. situation? Nobody. Oh, man, Nobody. He really and he's gets a you. prick. You can tell he, that he is, yes. like, he plays like a prick, like, I, and I just like it. Yeah. I just yeah. like yeah. that. And Joel Embiid, I feel like, has almost elevated to a new kind of level where he's, like, he revels in his sort of, like, he's really playing the WWF wrestling heel in a way that is so right. fun. Yeah. He's leaning into it in such a way, using social media to, like, poke fun. Exactly. It's so fun. He uses social media. He's a young, like, it, it, his age definitely yes. shows in his uh, in his shit talking. Yes, exactly. Like, it's yeah. great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So I love players like that. Right. And uh, especially because I, I feel like I want to be one, but I'm just, it's the exact opposite <laughs> of my natural right, demeanor. Right, right. That I just feel like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, you know, you um, uh, aspire. It's yes. inspirational. You watch these, uh, you watch Lance Stevenson. Yes, exactly. Right. Well, Yo, Lance yeah. Stevenson, one of my favorites. He went to U- University of Cincinnati. That's right, Bearcat. I'm a big fan big of. Big time. Um, and he he was only there for a year, and I think he never quite got good yeah. there because um, he was a one and done from the, yes. from the beginning. Yes, but I I wish he could have been in college basketball a little longer and like really yes. fostered because he became a dick almost immediately right once away. he got. And <laughs> he was not right like away. that in college. <laughs> yeah, he he was not like that. He did not get technical fouls. He did not like talk trash is more than like any of the average what do you player. think changed he just like like why, why do you think that happened with lance that's Let's- a good well i will say also uh kenyon martin yes. had a similar thing yes because after he got to the nba never like that so soft-spoken yes. in in college player of the year yes dominant basketball yes. player but then he gets the nba and he's like getting Big thrown out yeah. yeah he's like like hurting people yes. and i couldn't believe it uh one of the first like pre-internet like quote-unquote viral basketball clips that i remember like watching over and over again i don't even know how i guess it was not pre-internet obviously but just like early days of internet right i remember Your one e-bombs game, world or say to get yeah, e-bombs, maybe worlds. On e-bombs yes the e-bombs world, world. <laughs> yes web crawler sort of right. era of internet i do remember i want to say it was cincinnati xavier because that's like the big rivalry right yes. that's yes. like the huge like bloodthirsty uh, maybe it wasn't though but there was one clip of kenny martin blocking a shot so hard that it like he was at cincinnati that he blocked a shot that it literally just like w- rolled out of the other end of the court do you know what i mean like oh yeah yeah and I was, <laughs> like all the other baseline i had just yeah. never seen that before yeah. right. He just oh, like man. Punt, punt, like hand punted it. And yeah. I was like, wow. He was truly amazing. What? Like yeah. a man among boys yeah. in college. Like he would get so high so fast yes. and just swat. And he'd just grab balls sometimes. Yes. Like he was such a good shot player. Oh, yes. wow. Amazing. And I think there's a big difference too between like players who are, and again, like we said before, everyone in the NBA is a Jedi at basketball. That's why they're in the NBA. Right. But like there is something also fun about, because you have like upper echelon instigators sure. like Michael Jordan and Larry Bird, two of yeah, the historic yeah. shit talkers yes. in NBA history and right. like elite, some of the, two of the greatest players of all time right. who would always back up the trash talk. Exactly. Always. Exactly. But then you have like, <laughs> Like niche niche guys that aren't like uh like Vernon Maxwell or like Mad Max from the nineties in the in the for the Houston Rockets. Oh yeah, I remember him. Definite precursor to like a Patrick Beverly, who is only a de- like he truly is. And Rondo's obviously much more well-rounded, but like Patrick Beverly's perfect example, only a defense like he's a defensive specialist. He kind of does one thing, like he just right. plays defense, and yet he is so annoying and talks so <laughs> much shit. And it's just funny when like not when like these trash talkers are not uh, not necessarily elite, right? And yeah. the instigators, it's like like in hockey. 
I don't. I'm not a big hockey fan. I don't know if you guys are, but isn't there a role on the hockey team that is like the enforcer? Yeah, the essentially. enforcer, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not a big yeah hockey fan either. But yeah. Like, you hear about like a player who just gets in there just to get under people's like skin. Like that's your yeah. one role. Exactly. Like that is explicitly your role to annoy. And I think there is some of that in the I NBA. Love that. I love if, it. I love it. Yeah. Even if it goes unsand, there is like. I mean, LeBron might have gotten Lance Stevenson on the Lakers this year just so that he had that guy in yes, his corner yes. to do that stuff. Because Lance is just like that. He like he's a fine player. He's fine. like good. Wasn't he's, it LeBron that Lance blew? Exactly. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that's the but he'll go up. He'll go that was up to try out the exactly. best player in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. And blow Blowing softly his ear. into his ear. <laughs> Path. That is a, psych- is a psychopath. Psychopath. He is a psychopath. Yeah, like, am I shouting? By the way, Ben, should no, I? Quiet I mean, my oh no, that's all right. No, oh, okay, that's no. all right. Um, okay, um, exactly. So it's almost like if you can't beat him, join him, kind of thing. Where LeBron is yeah. like, I want that lunatic as yeah. much as I want him on my team. I want him not on the other. Exactly. Team. I yeah. don't want you to bother me ever again. Yes, exactly. This is how you stop. Him. Yeah. And like Rayshon Rondo, I honestly would say, and I know that like personally, he's probably a living out, probably a ferocious asshole. I wouldn't be surprised sure, just, like, in his yeah. personal life. I know he said like horrible derogatory things. About people, I'm like he's a maniac, of course. Right. But just in you know, in the context of basketball, I just, I just adore him. I just love the way Rondo plays, and so much of it, obviously, is like he's a great ball handler, great floor general, great quarterback in that way. Such a good defensive player, long arms, steals, blocks, shutdown defender. But it really is his the head games that he plays and the mental right. warfare that he wages right. every day. I'm like, I just love this element of your game. Yeah, and especially like in the in the playoffs, yeah, playoff Rondo, yeah. like when you see a team multiple times and you yes. get to watch the like little uh, story build. Yes. Because it's yeah. like it's like what we were saying. It's like everyone does have that switch, and even though these guys are to a certain degree robotic and are just like just go, it's just muscle memory, and they're just so excellent at it, they like can't be phased. It's that's actually not true, and like especially in the playoffs where like think adrenaline is so heightened and even these like professional basketball machines they are subject to their emotions right exactly. very very much Still, yeah and like if you're upset you play different sometimes better but sometimes worse exactly. and like if you can it have, depends on the degree yeah. Of, yeah and if you can have someone that can truly get in your opponent's head and truly throw them off their mental rhythm it's like that it can be wildly beneficial in the play it, it's right. it's a real benefit like right. it helps yeah <laughs> and yeah i wonder I'm um it's just making me think now like basketball has to be where this is the sport where this is like most effective absolutely yes, closest 100%. contact yeah, yeah exactly. cuz you're actually like skin to skin, skin, to skin. And yeah. like elbows to hips yes and- exactly right. so much like there's so many factors in making a basket yes. that can be ruined by someone saying something at the right time yes. whatever it's, it's yeah it it's is a- pretty perfect it's emotional yeah and like i know this is like hot off the press but like last night russell westbrook again got into it with a fan and like even that it's just like there there are they they're not in a bubble they're not robots like these are human animals with with emotional lives and even though they're like at work and like this is their job and like they're excellent enough at it where they a little bit is like they do turn their brains off i guess they can't totally. No, yeah. like, no. You, you hit a point. Yeah. yeah, you hit a point. Like, you can really disrupt. It's mental. It's just like so much of it is mental. I'm sure you find that maybe running too. It's like when you're that excellent at something, the really the differential, the difference between a Paul George and a Russell Westbrook and a, and a, a Joel Embiid at that level right. is kind of your mental state. Yeah, right. from, yeah. Moment, from moment to moment. Yeah, too. Like exactly. It's being able to keep that level. Stay cool. Uh, yeah, stay cool or also like maybe – 
knock someone off. Yeah. Right. Else off of there. Yeah. And that's why poor Westbrook is the victim all the time. He's he just so emotional. can't handle it. He's so emotional. It. He, he he's like, wears his heart in his sleeve. He's a raw nerve. Oh, man. He yeah, truly, I'm, truly is. I, I love, love about him. Westbrook love. so much. Love. And that's he's, what you're right. The, doubt, yeah. the flip side of that, Ashley, is that he is most subject to fan instigation. Exactly. To shit talk to Everyone player. Is, yeah, exactly. He is like, he's just a throbbing nervous exactly. system out yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel for him. Makes him so compelling. Oh, and that's why the opposite end of the spectrum, like, is like, I would say Tim Duncan comes to mind right. as the right. person who was like, almost, is he clinically Does dead? He, I think he was I dead. Know, I know. Yeah. He exactly. was just like a dead man. He, Did just, that <laughs> ever feel he never had a thought ever? in his mind. Yeah. yeah. And there was, he was like too, like zen to the point where he was like, are you okay? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 What, yeah. Is, what is your daily life like? Yeah, oh my exactly. God, this is a snooze. Like predator. Yeah, but, I'm trying oh, yeah. to think of like, yeah, Tim Duncan is the perfect non-instigator. Yeah. But like, is there anyone else who comes to mind that is like so, like above because you can't think of anyone like it, it would be funny to watch Rajon Rondo try to talk shit to Tim Duncan or something it would like be that. actively oh, funny wow. I yeah. almost feel like sometimes I feel like LeBron is there I mean like I feel like yeah. LeBron I mean I don't know maybe it's by virtue of the fact that he has like been in the public eye since he was like all his games have right. been nationally televised since he was like 16 and he knows he can speak with his game yeah that yeah, more than no everyone in he does feel fairly inoculated to for instance Lance Stevenson blowing in his ear et cetera, et cetera, like being double triple teamed I'm sure he gets so much shit talk to him um, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder who else is out there yeah. as like sort of the plat. Ben Simmons kind of seems a little unflappable for a young player. Yeah, that's true. He feels like pretty even keeled. He looks pretty blank as blank. well all the time. Just like neutral. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just yeah. like the video game character before he's customized. Just yeah. like right. blank, neutral. <laughs> Which I think saying- he's dating... Uh, Kendall Jenner right now and oh I can't boy. imagine a more brainless Jeez. <laughs> and I, I <laughs> they just sit at home quiet together I mean yeah what yeah. happens yeah, like nothing. you go out to dinner and you just start quietly like staring at each other and they'll look down and then yeah (laughs) seems so boring yeah exactly oh my Uh lord (laughs) I think maybe in a bad way just because I watch him a lot but uh, Andrew Wiggins is like so chill to a fault to a fault because he won't like when he is aggressive he's amazing but like I've never seen him talk trash or get trash talk to him at all and like Carl Anthony Towns, just because I watch him a lot, he's very susceptible to it. He's yeah, he's, he's a baby. He's yeah, a emotional he's a guy. Baby yeah, he's boy. so emotional. Yes. And like he can't really handle it, although he's getting a lot better. Yes. Right. So. The age differential is also something that yeah. you get in the NBA that, I mean, I guess it's in all sports, but like, uh, yeah, like you have 35 year old dads playing against like 18 year old dads kids right. yeah. and it's like true, yeah. there is like this really intense like again last night there was a fight in the raptors Ke- whatever Ke- Ke- cleveland, yeah, cleveland yeah. where you have serge Ibaka, who is an nba veteran who's been in the league for maybe like a dozen years who's probably like mid-30s i'm guessing versus like spates was it or someone else i can't remember exactly who it was chris marquis chris or something yes i think it was chris who's like 19 and it's just like yeah like there is like People are at literally different points in their emotional right. growth. Yeah. Their emotional yeah. maturity. Right. right. A 19 year old is a different physical animal than a 36 year old. Right. Those are right. two essentially different species of human. Yeah. yeah that's funny. No I kidding. never think of it like that, no but kidding. it is true because, like, once you're 30, like, I, you know, I'm 34. Yeah. I would not di- I would not be able to handle someone or I wouldn't be able to handle I would be like no don't talk to me like that or yes, like, exactly <laughs> I'm yeah. an adult I have I'm a, an adult. I pay my mortgage I have, two, I have three daughters you know what yeah. I mean yeah, exactly. and it's just like and you could I think that's exactly what happened like Ibaka NBA veteran was like 
got sort of like fell down almost like inadvertently and this young whippersnapper 19 year old piece of shit millennial was like give him a little bit of a stare and you could almost see that exact thought process like who the fuck are you young one yeah. Yeah. and he just like took him by the throat and slammed him against the and it was like Jesus <laughs> and that escalated like, yeah it escalated awfully quickly right yeah. right but it's like I do also feel like there's like a like emotional maturity just plays so much I don't know in basketball it, in all yeah, sports I guess true yeah but mostly and, in basketball of course I think so just, you see it way more you, yeah you just see the like yes. the temper trigger so right. quick yes. because because the game is constantly flowing yes and- constantly interacting and it's not as aggressive as football where I'm sure everyone is just saying the worst things that they could possibly well, say and course. you're used to it because you tune it out yes exactly and then and, and you're so like pumped up with drugs and That's other right. things that it's kind of like whatever but basketball is just like so close yes. your emotions you can see your face you yes. can see everything see all the reactions yeah. it's, exactly. it's different and in basketball unlike football you don't have the immediate physical release of being like I'm Ex- so mad at no. you I'm literally going, I'm to, going sm- to kill I'm you. smash exactly. you now That's the game we're playing That's exactly. legal. we You're smash exactly each other right. yeah. 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 That's, That's legal so yeah. Yeah. refs yeah. can't say anything about yeah. it we should be doing this I was it also reminds me of I was listening to JJ Reddick's podcast oh yeah and I think feel like JJ Reddick, someone who emotionally mature, even keel. very even keel. He does his one thing. He r- rolls off a screen and hits a three. I make threes, and he's great. I make them. Um, but yeah. he was saying how, uh, like they were. I forget who he was talking to, but they were talking about talking trash. Yeah, um, and how like some guys in the league will just like start talking shit to you. Yeah, and JJ said uh, basically like some guy uh, came up to me. Um, couple years ago yeah. and just said like yeah, so i'm gonna beat your ass yeah. and then jj just turned to him and said i don't do that man don't do don't do that to me <laughs> I don't, you no, know what i'm gonna no, this right now no, yeah. I don't play. and then yeah. the dude and he was like and the and the guy understood and from then that. on and from then on he never talked to me so i, I guess i didn't realize that you could opt out I yeah, mean, you could I guess, just opt, yeah. you're just saying no thank you but that's the way to... I think like, you have to be that J.J. Reddick space where you're like, you are good. You're yeah. not someone that can be like yeah. like, a, a, like turned any which way. Yes. But you're not like some superstar where it's like, my goal is to like do this for you. Yes. Like, do this to you. Yes. You have to be in that. Yeah. You could just be like, I don't do that, spot. sir. Yeah, yeah, sure, exactly. I don't do that. And that's the, I I'm mean, not going to do that. That is yeah. the way you tell a kid to like go uh, to like beat the bully is just yes. act calm and be like, no, no I'm not interested. No, yeah, do exactly. And then you walk no, away. Don't do that. Sorry. That's really amazing. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Remember when Dennis Rodman would be on the another one of our great instigators in our right. games? Oh, yeah. He's kind of like the godfather. Yeah, well, yeah, well of, the, yeah. like bad boys. Oh, but yes, for yes. sure. Like, but he would do that amazing thing where he, I loved when he would do this. I first saw it in the 96 NBA Finals that were playing the Sonics and Sean Kemp and Gary Payton, another all-time instigator. Oh, Gary sure. Payton, all-time. But it was Robin to be Payton. I think it was Payton, maybe Sean Kemp. But Dennis Rodman would be standing on the free throw line, like, waiting to rebound. And instead of facing the basket like a normal person, he would just turn 90 degrees and just, like, stare <laughs> at the person next to him. And it was so unnerving yeah. and, like, uh, like, truly disturbing. Yeah. And, like, a- and it was so – and, like, just to be – if you're shameless enough, if you're shameless and you're not afraid of looking like an asshole, you do have the status. Oh, exactly. you have the status. Exactly. Like, yeah. if exactly. you're not afraid of looking like a dick, or if you're not afraid of embarrassing yourself, 
that is power. Right. Yeah. That right. is power. Yes, and so absolutely. often, if you can do it calmly. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Yes. That's so impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Your power, like, triples yes. when you can do something calmly. As a, and right, right now, we have this Embiid-Westbrook thing that's been brewing for, right. like, a year, like, the last, like, I don't know, season or two, where they really, and these are two, again, two of the more emotional guys in the league. Right. Um, and I love the way they just, like, go at each other every single game, but it does have an air, and maybe I'm wrong, I, I, I hope I'm right, it has an air of safety, unlike the Oakley, McHale, Robert Parrish, yeah, James Worthy. Yeah, we're not going to have an actual you, fight. Yeah, yeah, like, you can just tell that it's not that, it's like, it, they're serious, and like, yeah. they're in the throes of battle, and they're emotional, and they're shit-talking, and they brag, and they like, yell at each other, and it's right. so fun to watch as a fan. It's like, yeah. oh, not yeah. it's so great. But like, I don't know, I just have a feeling of like, ultimate safety, that they're not really gonna punch each other. No, or, it's like, kind of like a rap beef these yeah, days. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it also like, it's, it's sometimes performative. performative. Yeah, it's very yeah. performative. Yeah. Very performative yeah. in, in, in that way, like, sometimes you get really funny little nuggets it's out great. of it. Yeah, exactly. like, so, like, truly hilarious nuggets. Yes. Yeah, someone uh, will make a meme they went that far and yeah. it's like yeah. oh man yeah. look at this yes, well, now exactly. we have a meme this is great and, this is but, great. and yet they're still on the same team during all-star weekend and it's like fine and yeah you get exactly. that like it's all pretty fine right um but it's just fun to have these like i don't know it's to me like individual quote-unquote rivalries and like animosity ish between players is really fun yes, yes. and yes. not in a way where it's going to get serious and not like gilbert arena's bringing a gun to a locker room but just <laughs> yes, like thankfully but just like in a playful gilbert. way in like yeah. a playful manner it's right. fun yeah. to be yeah. a little mad right yeah. Yeah. exactly that's, that's true that's, that's true yeah. it's what fuels the fire <laughs> for our sports yeah. yeah yeah that is kind of the thesis of of nba and sports instigators it's fun to be a little mean just a little mean, mean. a little it's mean, little it's mean. mean. It's not actually mean exactly your basketball mean exactly yeah. Yeah. there's a difference a big difference. absolute difference yes. yeah um yeah and before we uh tie a ribbon around it let's yeah. just go real quick into Please. the other sports great uh, um the the nfl instigators and uh baseball instigators yes. and actually before you got here we're talking a little bit about yes. baseball yeah, instigators yes and really it's funny because the instigation comes in three ways in baseball as i can uh um, as I can figure, one is a pitcher hitting a batter with a baseball and staring yeah, him down, and then yeah, yeah, that's very aggro. Or throwing behind him, or throwing behind yeah. him. Like, yeah, yes, yes, exactly. Agro. That's the classic. That's how you get yes. someone yeah. going. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number two is sliding really hard into second or home. Yep. Um, that's like you know yep. you you hit the dude. Yes. A, a defenseless. Yes. Defender. And then the third one, we didn't even talk about this, but uh, like bat flipping. So hit right. a home run and bat flipping. And that's yeah. and that is the dumbest. So dumb. It's dumb in that people get upset about exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Because bat flipping rules. It's so but it, it also at the same time, I love getting mad. I love like if someone bat flips against your team, yes. how angry you get yeah. for that guy, that's and it's true. like I'm gonna kill that guy. Yeah, exactly. But that is part. exactly that's the fun part. When <laughs> yes. someone bat flips on you, oh yeah, kill that guy. Yes. But if you're if you bat flip on someone else, yes. glory. This is the best. best. Pure glory. I find the retaliatory nature of I, I, I am not the biggest. I, I have not followed baseball that closely. I know you uh -huh. guys are huge baseball fans. I'm less of a fan. I love baseball. I think it's very placid sure. and wonderful, and I appreciate it. Of course, I haven't been as up to it. I don't fully get the retaliation thing of like that guy hit a home run on me last time. I'm going to hit him this time. And like how that's like these unspoken rule. These unwritten unspoken rules of baseball often right. befuddle me in a way that's like it doesn't need to 
be like this. I like, think we're well, much like the '90s in basketball. Yeah, things are getting like uh, easier now, where less people are doing that because the consequences are bigger. Yeah, it, you get the warning, so you get tossed, and then that that people are understanding now that that is not worth having someone injured for six months totally or getting your pitcher thrown out of the game. Definitely like it's not. it's not worth it. And also I think we're kind of uh, slowly knocking down the wall of people getting like butt hurt yes. about like, right. du- like watching your home run or flipping your bat or I anything. So. It's like, it, it's the, I think the, the guys who are upset about that are aging out I, of, I think that's right. of the league. It's true. But I will say that some things are staying that I like, which is the pushing someone back off the plate because someone will hover over the plate and just put you you in a bad position as a pitcher and you pushing them back. That to me feels strategic. That's strategic. And it's a flex. It's a flex. It's strategy and it's fun and it's aggressive. And I love that. That is the amen. Exactly. Absolutely. amen. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and and you gotta be you gotta be a pitcher who can do that too. You, yes. have, you have to, to have skills. Exactly. Yes. You can't just be some asshole. It's like I'm just gonna throw at this guy and I have no control because that hurts people. That makes you look terrible and it makes no one want to play with you. It is. Like, if I could draw the team. martial arts analogy, yeah. it is because it is a flex. The aim and the accuracy. Like I could have hit you, but I yeah, didn't. exactly. Because yeah, yeah. I'm that I know you're good. Proud of the plate and I and I'm mad. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. it. And that's the flex. And in martial arts, it was like whenever like you were like when the when the sensei or like the teacher was like demonstrating a move the half of the part that was impressive it was like how close he could get to hitting you without hitting right you. Yeah. exactly like it was that self-control yeah, yeah. that was like as impressive as the aggressive like combat move itself it was right. like the restraint is almost as aggro as the as the aggressive oh, yes. exactly yeah, yeah exactly like, so i totally am with you there i love it brush yeah. somebody get back it's step great. back yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i love it yes yeah and then in, i'm in control here exactly. you're not in control yes here. yeah if i could just so say great. my favorite baseball instigator of all time again i'm not nearly the baseball fan that you two are pedro martinez oh when he was playing oh, man, was yeah. So great. Oh, my God. So good. He, like, exuded arrogance. Yeah. Oh, God. He was so amazing. And then there was that one time that he threw Don Zimmer to the ground <laughs> yes. by his face. By his face. That was Grabbed awesome. him by his ears that, and threw him to like, the ground. Rules. Yeah. To, well, that old man just tumbled. And I crazy. bet he said the most racist, terrible things no to him doubt. as he was running to no yeah. 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 the man. The clip, if you watch it, all, all Pedro can see is, uh, like, a... You know, a bald man's, a like, bright white head coming to toward him. him. Yes. So it's like, who can blame him? It's yes. like a bull right. coming yeah. at you. Right. Yes. But Pedro was like, and again, I, you, there's probably other ones that I just am not aware of. No, but he's one of the greats. Uh, he's one of the top because, of the line. Oh, he's so He was good. also one of the best pitchers of all time. That's right. He was exactly one of the best right. pitchers. He, he would go to every single press conference and be like, yes, I did it. Here's why. Love him. I hate this guy. That, I don't care how old he is. Love. I do not care. Like e- everything, even to this day, he's just like, oh yeah, that guy sucks. You know, yes. like he's just so open about it. Yeah. I, value, <laughs> I value politeness and manners so much in life and it's the quality I revere least in sports. Right. Yeah. right. I like, I I don't, I, I like it when pro athletes are blunt, yeah. honest, a little rude, a little mean and pretty impolite. Yeah, right, yeah, I like right. that. Uh, qualities <laughs> I so abhor fun. in humans in life. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because in sports, that feels real. Yeah. It feels more real because yeah. we're so used to the like overly canned yes, uh, exactly. stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we get a little glimpse yeah, a little behind glimpse. the curtain yes, exactly. of yes. the yeah. real mean cells. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. right. Um, and then the <laughs> other only other thing um, I wanted to say is in the NFL, That's right. we were talking, um, and it's cornerbacks are usually yeah. the classic the instigators. Exactly. Because the they have yeah. to be, because they got to yeah. get up in you. Yes. Because they're 
chances are that they're slower. They were exactly. not able to make the wide receiver position, so Bingo. they got to go to cornerback. You have to do something to compensate. I yeah. took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. I feel like it is comes from a place of insecurity because that right. is the hard. Isn't that like the hardest job? Oh, the hardest. I would, I it is my favorite suck. position. It's awesome because it's like, oh man, when you get someone and you say no, yeah. Like, I mean, my God, how yes. good that feels. But because it happens, it doesn't happen so often because it's so difficult. You're running routes as fast as the wide receiver, but backwards. Exactly. And it's just and like, you it's don't know so the play. hard. You yeah. don't know the play. You just kind of know where it's going. And you don't know. Backwards, yeah. You don't see the ball coming. That's if exactly. It's coming. 90% of the time, you're going to get some kind of call on you. So you have That's to do exactly it seamlessly. Right. Like it's timing. I mean, it's all about timing. Would yeah. you guys say uh, it's the. I, I'm just thinking off the top yeah. of my head. Would you guys say it's the hardest position in sports? I think it a profession. I wonder what you think, Ashley. I think at the professional That's level, I would question. put it up there as may, as kind of the hardest. Right. Because, again, like, you, everyone is a Jedi. Everyone is maxim, maximally athletic. Yeah. Right. And, you, like, you just to echo what you just yeah. said, you're running backwards. You don't know the routes. You can't make contact, really. Right. It seems so hard. Exactly. Yeah. So hard to do well. I, yeah. Deal. I would say uh, uh, on top of that, I think that is, I think that is the hardest position in sports. Yeah. A closer in baseball might be Ooh. hard, too, because you're coming in. No matter what the situation is, you're coming into this game fresh, Correct. and that means nothing. That's like, right. it's almost yeah. worse. And, it's, and everyone's been hitting the all day. Yes. Like, and here you come in, and you most often, more often than not have the game on the line. Correct. And you have to just zip these people in, and you only have a handful of pitches. You're not someone that can just change your Absolutely. pitches as easily. Good and the expectation and is the expectation, that you win. That's right. People can study you way easier than they can starting pitchers. That's right. So that's another very tough decision. And but there's the both. stat. It's like save or blown save. Exactly. It's just like it's yeah. a binary. You are one of two things. You did it. Yeah. You failed. It. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and that's people, it. Remember that's it. Yeah. people remember when you fail. People remember when you fail. People remember when you almost fail. Yes, I remember exactly. closers from almost failing all the time, and I yes. hate them, even though yes. maybe we won a World Series yes. with that person. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would also submit soccer goalie. I've never played soccer, oh but like God. that just seems so nerve-wracking. Especially yeah. during a shootout, it's like you are guessing. Oh right. my god! It's a full guess. We're only guessing. Yes, guessing. You have to like almost close your eyes and <laughs> just do it like a like a true Jedi, a little like fifty-fifty. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. very similar to that. My my uh, nomination was to be a catcher. Was for catch. Uh, yes, for catcher is the most important catcher. position in because, sports. Because, and I think it's like underrated how important it is. Obviously, and yeah. then also like you're just. It's tough. It's physically oh, grueling. Oh my god! Yes, so hard. Yeah. And you, it's so unlauded. Yes. Like you're usually not as good of a hitter because you got to be such a good catcher. Yeah. And isn't exactly. it the case that like they're very much the sort of quarter, like they're very much the quarterback of the right. team? And like, isn't it always not always, but like frequently, it's catchers who become managers because it's like exactly because like they are coaches on the yeah, field. Exactly, it's, it's their job to make the plays to know everything. They are the they are the assistant managers. Absolutely, and that's yeah. a lot to hold on to. Wow, calling a game yes and because you trying to win it's also game. a combination like it's, of like you're calling the game but you're doing it for the pitcher yes, you exactly. gotta like have not enough of an ego exactly right. you exactly. gotta check your ego yeah. exactly. let the pitcher be get the shine the diva yeah. exactly but you're still kind of calling the game a million yeah. percent exactly so. you're getting percent. beat up constantly bats and hitting you dings. balls hitting you yes and you gotta listen to the fucking umpire yes all the exactly time, talk about whatever <laughs> you gotta Fuck make small yeah. talk with the ump all yes. the time oh my god yeah because you need him on your pitcher's side yes so you have to be yes. the 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 maybe, charming star. Maybe this was a joke or just like of Twitter. I got Twittered. I got Twitter fooled. But did <laughs> I read that they were going to consider replacing umpires with robots? Or is that, am I losing my mind? 
I, am yeah. I? Is that completely false? They it's aren't. False. Oh, okay. No, there's no imminent okay. plans for it, Got but it. they are actually doing it in the uh, one of those independent leagues. Uh, oh. Baseball is trying out. Um, what do you call it? Uh, like it's not robot umps, as in like there's a metal yes, umpire, yes, yes, like yeah, sensors, exactly. sensor, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Balls and strikes. As a baseball fan, you are you pro this idea or anti this idea? I hate umpires so much, oh. and I am not for this at all. I love that I hate the umpires. I love, and I love so that. Complex. that what human, a duality. Exactly. Wow. I know. I'll tell you. I'll tell you I this love is, the human element of it. I think it's so I important. Agree with you. Yes. This yeah. is this is a sticking point uh, um, in our relationship. Yes. Is I I think it is so stupid that we still have umpires calling balls and strikes. You're like if there's another means to higher accuracy, we should do that. Yeah. Well, like, it's just so clear. Exactly. Yeah. That's the beauty of the game. Yeah. It's just so clear <laughs> yeah. that that is one thing. Yes. I'm fine with like I what I'm I'm fine with them. I think umpires are it's funny that umpires exist. Yes. I love umpires. Yes. They're so, it's funny. Yes. God, the worst people on the uh, yeah. planet yeah. Earth. I don't know why oh. you would want to be one, but yes. hell, I love yes. celebrating them, but yes. it's so silly that oh, we still is. have this. Yeah. One of our guys. mutual friends, Arthur Meyer, one of the greatest things yes. he's ever done was of course create the a fairly robust fan club yeah. called Lazdia. Yeah, it Lazdia. Yes. Amazing. It's so great. Because Arthur himself was an umpire. Right. Yes. Yeah. Which so. is also incredible. And perfect. <laughs> I just love that Arthur really puts umpires on a pedestal. Yeah, I think no, few of us do. He does. Uh, I it's mean, true. it is true. And but I, he loves to give him credit. And so my my ideal yeah. my ideal umpire situation yeah. would be an umpire <laughs> has the monitor in his hand. Yeah, that, that's a good and compromise. he's still doing it. And then there are they're still calling safe and out at at the bases and down the the foul lines. Yes. Um, I don't want to get rid of umpires. I love I love the fact that there are ones. Yes. But t- just logically, it just is so stupid that yes. we don't. Yes. <laughs> We're sitting here on the TV seeing exactly where the ball yes. hits in the strike zone. Yes. Isn't that the most impressive thing, though? No, They're I right think it's so almost impressive. all the time. So we don't need umpires. I'm with you. So I'm, so rarely do we have an issue with balls and strikes compared to like safe and out because they're true. reliant on replay now. Yep. So they can make some fucking yep. brain dead call and then we have to wait 15 minutes yep. for a play. Yep. No, I'm not saying it's not impressive. I'm not saying the umpires aren't. It's not I think like Knight something I could not dispute. do. I have, yeah. Yeah, horrible for this. Yeah, well, we've, had, <laughs> we've talked about this. You're off. an instigator. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a yeah, marital instigator. The, <laughs> the podcast marital instigator. Um, the Rajon Rondo of this marriage. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're just getting in here. You're sticking your head into our, our huddle. What about umpires? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Guys, that was a great combo about great. instigators. This like the fastest okay, one ever. Right. That was great. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there, unless you guys have any final thoughts on instigators, uh, do you want to just go around and say who your favorite instigator is? Yeah. Uh, or least favorite. I'm going to say yeah. my least favorite instigator. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yes. many my, times our favorite instigators are the ones there, we hate the most. Well, yeah, so but wise. this is one that's not even good at instigating but gets under my skin every single time because he's good at this, and this is James Harden. Because he instigates entire audiences and and teams and refs, because he's just like, oh, did I take three steps? Literally. I didn't know. Literally. And then whatever. And I fucking cannot stand. That's him. a very good. I one. cannot stand it. Wholeheartedly agree. The way that he draws fouls, I think it's like <sighs> a crime against humanity. I feel exactly. like it's like perverting the game of basketball. He's, yeah, he's instigating he's the game. Yes, exactly. You're ruining and he's it, James. Like, what? Did me? I do something? <laughs> oh, Charles' beard, me? coily. Yeah. me, Jimmy? Oh. <laughs> yeah, you, Jimmy. You. <laughs> That's you, You're Jimmy. doing it wrong. I, uh. like, 
I have a soft spot for him because he has been the star of my fantasy basketball team the last two years. But okay. I hate the way the Rock. I hate what he has done to that yes. team's offense. Yes, I yeah. hate it. Yes, it's not fun yes. to watch. It's, no, infuriating it's infuriating to play against. Infuriating. Yeah. So yeah. good call. That's, Thank a, you. that's a really good one. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of James Good, Harden. really good call. Yeah. yeah. He instigates um, me personally yes, all the yes, time. Yes, he gets under your skin. Yes. Yes. Um, <gasps> I would say if I had to dig back in the historical archives for a minute, I would say that Bill Lambeer, one of the bad boys, as you mentioned, Ben, yeah, was yeah. one of the all-time great instigators. He was just like a real-life asshole on and off the court, <laughs> just like a dick, couldn't hide it, was horrible, like clothesline Scotty Pippen a bunch, was just like <sighs> mean to other men. Yeah. yeah. Mean. Mean. Really just mean. so bold. Mean. 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 Like, Actively yeah. mean. And it was like, you are mean. Yeah. At your job. And he like he <laughs> so uh, mean at your job. And man, did he own it. Like oh, yeah. he owned it so hard. Yeah, yeah. The crowd would boo him, he would love it so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh man. One of the first like r- like NBA heels, I would say, Rick uh, uh, uh Bill Lambier. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 So Lambier's yeah. on my on my top list, yeah. I, How about you, Ben? I'm having trouble getting past uh the Kevin McHale slam of james worthy what a dick and I like know. truly <laughs> and, I know. and then like that whole documentary like i guess i i mean i was definitely aware of like yeah. kevin McHale and uh larry, the larry bird celtics yes. but i was a little too young to really appreciate how yes kind of weird they were yes so i think oh maybe just on that play alone yes. because it was so blatant oh, and yes. disgusting <laughs> yes um i'll McHale. have to say kevin McHale. Yes. there we go those Great. instigators baby <laughs> yeah adam if you have some time we're gonna Stick around Please. for a quick game we'll of it. our favorite game here on Sports yes. Boards. Great. Root it or boo it. Okay, let's do it. Root it or boo it. Root it or boo it. Adam, the rules of Root It or Boo It are simple. Ashley or me will say a sports thing, and you say whether you root it, you like it, you boo it, you don't like it, and why. Great. Am I allowed to use my thumb, even though this is a podcast? It's an auditory medium. Encouraged to use your thumb. (laughs) I'll I'll make sure I tell the audience what's happening very calmly. (laughs) Let her know about my thumb. Um, Our first one, our first Root It or Boo It comes from... uh, listener in the Cincinnati, Ohio area, good. my good friend Chuck Bell. What's up, Hello, Chuck? Hey, Chuck. Chuck, how how's it going? <laughs> he wants to know if we root or boot the uh, basketball courts with big murals on them. So let me clarify this a little bit. Uh, if you're not picturing them right, there, uh, there's a trend toward basketball courts that have kind of like stained wood murals going on. Sometimes, Usually it's like city-specific yep. or mascot-specific. Yep. If you still don't know what we're talking about, you can Google uh, University of Central Florida's uh, basketball yeah. court. That, I think, is the most blatant example. It's basically like downtown <laughs> Orlando with a big roller coaster. Something a little garish. Yeah, little stained yeah. wood. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at it right here. Interesting. Um, right. Well, that almost single-handedly just changed my opinion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to be honest with you, yeah. <laughs> but also, yeah, but also yes. uh, the NBA versions, yes. uh, the Milwaukee Bucks have yes, one. Yes, that's dope they, to me. They have, yeah. like, the deer that's uh, very cool to within me. the three-point line. And oh. Yeah, this is that's tough. cool. The other, the other one that... Um, um, I know is the case the Denver Nuggets have the two uh, uh, sickles or uh, oh, yes, what do you like, call those things yes. in the three-point line as well, Got similar it. to the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep, Bucks. yep, yep. Okay. Are, are you guys going to answer Ruder or is it just me? We will. Oh, okay, okay. Go after you, yeah. 
Um, geez, this is really tough. In theory, in theory, in premise, what do I think about like murals on courts? Root it. Right. Root it, to be honest with you. I think have your fun. Uh, basketball is a visual medium. Yep. Sure. I, if I'm up in the crowd, like, why not give me something nice to look at, like paint a nice sort of tableau on there? I especially like when they do it like digitally, when they do like the, uh, like, and this is a different, this is a sub, sub version of this, but like when they are introducing the players at the beginning and they sort of have like laser light shows oh, on the yeah, court sure. that. big so rooted fun, yeah. but this I'm in theory rooted that UCF one was horrendous and almost seemed <laughs> actively distracting would be like yes. maybe like actively confusing to the players or something so UCF I would boot it in premise I root it right so sorry to be of two minds Got no 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 yeah, that's I'm the fair. same exact way because yeah. I did not know what uh, uh, that was in reference to at yeah. first I was like murals i was like so like very la you're outside there's a wall and then you have like a mural yes. yeah and yeah. i was like oh yeah that's so like a LA. tupac mural yeah, exactly yeah yes. or like a, a recent lebron one that yes. people have to face uh, yes. yeah yes. <laughs> but um when i saw the ucf one of the quote unquote Orlando Skyline. Yeah. First when I heard Orlando Skyline I was like, what? And then when I saw that it was just a roller coaster and some trees, I was like, oh my God, no. So I do boo it because of that abomination. Yeah. But love the Bucks, love the pickaxe things at yep. uh, Denver. That's very, very cool. Love There's the Hornets a peaceful honeycomb. way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the Hornet Honeycomb is one. another example. Love that one. Um, That's cool. Very cool to me. Yeah. I'm what? going to come out as a very staunch boo it. Um, I am across the board. I get to. I don't know what it is about baseball courts, but when they have very large things on it, I get. I hate the look of it. Uh, I get it. I like a classic. I you know, that. the circle, the sure. logo in the circle, I get that. conference or whatever on the side uh, by the three point line, like the Bulls, the classic Bulls court where they had like a little bull classic. right by the three point line. Subtle. Yeah, and then just a yeah. red circle in the middle. I love that. That is cool. I'll tell you what I loathe in this vein is, is I, it doesn't happen in the pros, obviously, but in college, I feel like I was just at a game in Syracuse when the if they have a coach that's been there forever and like their signature is just on the court. Yeah, oh, I hate that. that's I hate, weird. I do that's not very like that. Weird. Yeah. yeah, like it is. I think the Carry Dome is now like Jim Beheim Court. And yeah, like, and I just. I, I don't like that. To your point, no. I don't like anything that feels too, like, I don't know, individual focused or something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah like, I get it. Anything yeah. that's like that that breaks with the, uh, um, uh, like, f- I don't know how to describe it, like design theme yeah, of the right. rest of the court. Yeah. I hate. And then also if it's just too big. Like, yes. Temple had a court where the owl was like the gigantic. Wings. The wings. Uh, I hated that. I'm with you. Cincinnati would play Temple and it would just be like, oh, it's so ugly and it's dark. It makes everything dark and you can't see you. the players right. very well i get yeah. that ben yeah. i totally get that i mean ideally the parquet court in brooklyn yes is the most beautiful yes that's I, I love, lovely yeah, yeah exactly i love the brooklyn, oh. the brooklyn court is brooklyn awesome. court is a dream it's nice isn't it yeah yeah agreed love it um cool ashley you want to go all right the next rooted yes. or boo it is Jeff Van Gundy. Oh, my gosh. This is a hard-rooted. He's one of my favorite NBA okay, personalities yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. in the world. Uh, <laughs> not only as a Nick fan, but just as a fan of funny met, funny people. He, I think, is, like, hysterical. I love how cranky he is. Yes. I often find myself <laughs> agreeing with his rule changes. Like, he's always he has, always has some being as bonded about the referees or, like, the three-second rule or, like, Harden's 
fake bullshit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he always has a strong opinion. Absolutely. And I yeah. find myself agreeing with him nine times out of ten. Same. So I am hard. And also, he forever won my loyalty when in the Heat Knicks playoff series. Oh, yes, I know that. And he attached himself to Alonzo Mourning's leg. Yeah. And I was like, you're my hero. <laughs> because He's you look like Sliding you. on the ground Best. on Alonzo Mourning's leg. I would extend that to the whole Van Gundy clan. I'm a Stan right. Van Gundy stan as well. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you. I'm a Van Gundy stan. I, for Stan and Jeff. Exactly. <laughs> so hard, hard rooted. Great. Hard uh, rooted. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, I rooted so hard. Yeah. I love I love listening to Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have the same thoughts. Um I I I I love I I agree with almost everything yes. uh, he proposes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um the reason why this came up is because uh we were trying to brainstorm different rooted or booets, yeah. and I was like what about sippy cups courtside? And then Ben was like, "Is that a thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a thing in some places." And then we looked like it up and couldn't people find sitting it. In people sitting courtside seats. need to drink at sippy cups so they don't spill their beverage. <laughs> um, and so I was like, "I'm pretty sure that's happening places." And then uh, we looked it up, and I was like, "That could just be a Van Gundy Van thing Gundy. that I really agree yeah. with yes. that I just took as real, and yes. it was." And then we're like. Oh, yeah, what about just Van Gundy? Van Gundy, <laughs> Van Gundy, he has good ideas. Yeah, it's the and best we idea. And we I knew, like, I would have been, bl- uh, we would have been blown away at him if you didn't like Jeff Van Gundy, right? Crazy but person? just but any, some yeah. people, like, I mean, you never know. And sometimes you just need a full-on root it, and sometimes you need to see if maybe there is a potential boo it. Yeah, but and also just we any any you. opportunity <laughs> to talk to talk Jeff Van Gundy is yeah, exactly. Good. That's what it really it. is. Well, the the the, bev- the sippy cup thing. Remember when one of my least favorite NBA personalities, Jason Kidd. Remember when he like spilled the soda on purpose to get the timeout? Yep. Remember the oh, weird yes. thing yes. that he did that? Yeah. Oh my Mike god, Tomlin I forgot about bullshit. that. What yeah, was exactly. that? Like yeah. that was so weird. Yeah. Like, uh, that like, might have been what sparked it. Seriously. Yeah. So like yeah, sippy cups only. Um, yeah, the, I am the the hardest Van Gundy r- fan. I love right. love right, love right. Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah. You know, what we should ask is Reggie as a commentator. Oh, Reggie mm. Miller. Yeah, he's a little more. Yeah, I, a Knicks I, fan. I I might. Well, even beyond the Knicks thing, I actually don't like his style as a commentator that much. Why? I mean, I'm sure my Knicks fandom is like I'm right, sure, but that a lot of people don't like whether you like like Reggie or not as a yeah, player. A lot of people what? have problems with him. And why? Maybe someone else could articulate it for me. I know I don't like him totally, but I'm not sure why. I don't really like Chris Webber either, to be honest with you. Oh, really? I'm not crazy about Webber, and I'm not crazy about uh, Reggie Miller. Um, I like all those other TNT guys. And to be honest, as a Knicks fan, the greatest product, the greatest New York Nick product of the past twenty years is Mike Breen. The be- easily my favorite <laughs> NBA commentator, like Mike Green, oh, is the, yeah. be- is the almost the best New York Nick product that we have made, <laughs> truly in the last twenty years. But I'm not, I'm not crazy about Reggie. And no, not a lot of people about aren't. Him. I mean, I, I definitely think don't get excited for him. I don't have any like super ill feelings yeah. toward I'm, him or Chris Webber. Right. But like, I I don't get super excited for either of them. Like I do Van Gundy. Van Gundy, and, right? He's the best. Yes. I only love Reggie. I mean, I love Reggie. For a lot of reasons, but I love Reggie because Reggie loves Steph so much. Yeah. They have this, like, yeah. relationship that every time Steph does something crazy, it's almost for Reggie. And then true. Reggie will nod to him. It and I'm just nice. like, they love each yeah. other. It's kind of like breaking I, the fourth wall a little bit. It's exactly. Like nice. yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that. Uh, as a Nick fan, nice. I was just fully spoiled because, like, Mike Breen and Clyde Frazier are, like, honestly – for my money, and again, I'm a total homer, total bias because right. I'm a Nick fan, but like elite, elite mm-hmm. broadcasting duo, elite. Yeah. 
and so it, it's hard. It's hard for other broadcasting teams to sort of measure sure. Up to I can the Nick, yeah. the Nick home team, hometown team that I'm used to. Absolutely. But yeah, it is kind of fun the way Reggie interacts with Steph Curry. That is right. that is quite nice. It is sweet. It is yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, and third and final one: rooted or boo it, yes. Drake on the sideline of Raptors games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This um, is a, this is more polarizing. This is like. more polarizing. Yeah. yeah I, li- I like that he's so p- passionate about the Raptors. I think that's really cool. He was authentically, like, he did like them. And I get that he's a Torontonian, right? Or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So I do like that he was, like, with them before they were good. And, like, he does now have sort of, like, legitimate credibility to be like, I've, like, you and the Golden State Warriors. You're like, I've I legitimately yeah, like them when they exactly. were bad. And yeah. now they're awesome, so right. I earned it. Right. So, like, there's that. But Drake, in general, irks me. Just annoys me generally. Uh-huh. Um, so this is tough. Um, Drake, outside of a basketball context, boo it. Okay. In as a Raptor fan, root it, to be okay. honest with you. Okay. I feel like I sort of appreciate that he uh, stayed loyal. And I like that. I don't like when he, sure. like is like so thirsty for Dwayne Wade's attention at the end of the game that he like goes and ho- that is annoying. Oh God, it's but so like, annoying. I don't know. Like you yeah. could do worse in terms of like celebrity fans. I feel like he's, I feel like that's good. Better him than like Mayor Rob Ford. If you know what I mean? Or yeah. like whatever. It's just like, I don't know. Like, yeah, sure. Would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like throwing crystal meth on the court. Exactly. But like, yeah. yeah. Pretty into He's got his sweaty, sweaty buckets yeah, exactly. onto the yeah. court. <laughs> like he is like Toronto's celebrity, I guess. So yeah, like. It's true. I guess I root it. True. it. Yeah. I okay. I root it. Okay. Your thoughts? Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I am a hard boo. Hard boo. Yeah. Hard yeah. boo on trick because there is. There is a, a lane, and I hate saying stay in your lane, but there is a lane. As a fan, you are not special because you're famous. Agreed. You cannot just interact with players in such a way like that you're on the court Agreed. screaming at people, Agreed. and you can't go to the fucking clubhouse yeah. or the uh, the, um, locker the locker room, room. Yeah. when when you're mad. I agree. You cannot do Does that. Does he do that? He did it one time, and he was stopped by security. Because he was just, like, chirping and following them into the locker room. Lame, Aubrey. So lame. (laughs) Exactly. Lame, Lame, Aubrey. Get serious. So after that, I was like, you know what? That dude needs to be sent home. Uh, I'm with you. That needs to be sent home. I'm with you. And for all of those reasons, I think it's why Ugh. I root it. God. I root it. Ugh. I like that. I like having <laughs> this. The same. He's an I mean, instigator. it's yeah. the Spike Lee. Yeah, it's the Spike Lee with the Pacers. Spike Lee yes. does it right, though. Spike Lee. That is the. That is where you should be as like a super fan, like a celebrity. It's fan. kind of like a he modern right. version of that where he's overstepping. Yes. <laughs> he's he's feeling like he's a little bit too much of the star of the show. Yes, and. Uh, and I like I hate I would hate it if my if like my favorite team was playing Toronto yes. in a big game yes. and Drake's out there talking shit and like following like Cat to into the locker players, room like, during the game. Yes. yes, you are not on this team. I'm but totally eventually, what's going to happen? He's going to overstep too much, and one of the players is going to and have Russell to, Westbrook's going to fight, beat fight him. Gonna <laughs> him in the fifth row. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and which will be great. I will root. I that would too. love I that. I would root that, that as well. Yes, I root that. Yeah. I root that. Kevin Hart falls in the same category where his fandom annoys me so much. Like oh, yeah. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart in All Star Weekend is just like so thirsty. Yes, I he know. just gets so thirsty, and yes. it's like chill, man. Just like exactly, rel- you're already famous. It's cool, right? You're right. Yeah. In the background of every funny Marv Albert interview, like just relax. Oh my like, god, chill I know. out a little I bit. Know. Yeah, I know. I get it. Yes. Ugh. Well, that was rooted or booted. <laughs> I fully root, rooted, or booted. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and folks at home, if you 
have a suggestion for Rude or Boo, you can email us at sportsports at gmail.com or yes. tweet at us at sportsports. Yeah, help us out. We're running out of ideas. Yeah, we are running. <laughs> we yeah. yeah, Thank yeah. you. Tweet I think, you. Yeah. yeah. Please tweet at us <laughs> any Rooted or Booed ideas. Um, we've made at least what uh, I, I, w- I would guess over 100 at this point. And oh, we really? are running it's dry. Like yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's why we just said Jeff Van Gundy because we want to talk about Jeff we Van Gundy. Him. Well, yeah. we need we need a discussion about him for a second. Yes. Yeah, we yeah. Can. <laughs> um, uh, Adam, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, if you want, you yourself have a great podcast. If you want to yeah. just explain what that podcast is, real yes, quick. my my uh, friend and co Saturday basketballer Billy Scafuri and I have a podcast called No Joke, which is just a chit chat podcast where we kind of tackle one topic, kind of with a guest sometimes, and uh, yeah. it's just very very chit chatty and topics fairly from. Laid back ranging Amazing. from wallets i, I believe <laughs> five times yeah you've <laughs> talked about wallets multiple time times and time again yeah. it's coming up we find them to be very indicative about a person's personality yeah i mean yeah, yeah that's true intimate. they're weirdly yeah. intimate ob- objects right yes. yeah yeah you're yes. the only one handling them that's for that's sure. exactly right yeah I mean, basketball comes up all the time it can't yeah. not we've talked about the Knicks. you talked about the lakers so it's yeah. it's great. it's almost a sports it's not a sports podcast but it, we can't not talk about sports exactly right. yes. that's great i yes. love it um, and yeah, check that out and Please, check Adam you. out and everything he does. It's so funny. Yeah. I've been watching um, Adam, you, and, and Billy, and the rest of Harvard sailing team. I remember <laughs> one of my uh, first yeah. m- uh, memories of starting to do comedy in New York was a sketch fest, I think, really? in like 2010 or 11 or something. Was, we were so, right in the thick of it, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was Harvard sailing team. Yeah. yeah. We were fully there. Um, thank you, Ben. So, Adam, one of the funniest, nicest guys oh, ever. Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Ben, on. thank you for having me this of was course. a true treat i really enjoyed this this Thank was you guys so, so fun yeah, yeah absolutely really a blast. um ashley how you feeling feeling great how you feeling i'm feeling great this yeah. has been sports bar <laughs>